everybody, Jimmy Pardo here, Never Not Funny, right around the corner with our guest, Paula Poundstone. But first, let's talk about Season 2 of Big Grande's Teacher's Lounge. It is out now on Airwolf and in your podcast apps. The show is about four incompetent high school teachers who try to keep it together while doing everything wrong. These episodes with guests like Lauren Lapkus, Paul F. Tompkins, and Carl Tart were paywalled in Stitcher Premium, but now they're free! The show stars Drew Tarver, Dan Lippert, Lippert? Your call. You decide to yourself. Ryan Rosenberg and John Mackey. Check out all of season two of Big Grande's Teacher's Lounge now on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now listen to this podcast. Here is never not. F- Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. A fistful of dullard. (laughs) (laughs) Don't thaw the ice. Cocaine. Then you got the yellows. Here come the yellows. (laughs) Look, I'm not the best gay. 12 years in, baby. Lucy and Goosey. Live on tape. It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program, Never Not Funny, episode 20. I, boy, I didn't ask before the show, but I know it's season 23, 11? Yeah. Yeah, Macarena. All right. All right. Uh, welcome to the program, everybody. Uh, right under the wire, Garen Cockrell opened up his, uh, looks like he's having a nice tea today. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did it like a, uh, like a piece of white trash where he was opening it up with one hand, <laughs> the way that like, somebody opens up a, you know, beer can. Hey, get, get daddy a sausage. <laughs> opens it up. Uh-huh. Didn't spill her any, though. Is that your macarena again? What? Uh, right. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, but it didn't spill her anything, did it, Garen? Not a drop. Handled yourself very well over there. That's Garen Cockrell, who we spent a little time with over the weekend. We, I saw him twice over the... Uh, you since our last you recording, time. I, technically Thursday night is not the weekend, so I'm not going to go along. With but that. you did see him Thursday night. Yep. Uh, we had a never not funny field trip where uh, we uh, all went there, or got there separately, and then left separately and, <laughs> and sat separately and, sat, and spent a little time together, <laughs> very little time together. We talked about it, uh, talked a couple minutes before and a couple minutes after. It was nice to talk after, though. Yeah, I don't, I don't do that anymore. You don't do it anymore. You get in the car with your uh, significant other, maybe a couple of sentences about what you just saw, and then you move on with your lives. You didn't know. Uh, you didn't know what to think. You didn't know how to feel. You needed a you need a little guidance. Needed, I did feel. I felt. I felt good talking it through. I was surprised. Uh, we saw Halloween, and uh, based on the movie that I watched, I just assumed that Jimmy Pardo, one of the biggest fans of the original Halloween, is going to come out of this going fantastic. Thank you so much, David Gordon Green. You gave me what I wanted. This is it. <laughs> what was my review? <laughs> this is it's, it's everything a slasher movie should be. Straight up, no chaser. That's right. That's what you said. Straight up, no chaser. I don't know why I said that. I immediately regretted it. I've never used those words. Uh, I've never said them out loud in my life, and I never will again, other than repeating that line. You had to repeat it because when you get a catchphrase like "straight up, no chaser," <laughs> you have to use it on the reg. Yeah. On the daily. Yeah. Um. You know, I don't know. As I said there, I, I, I and I no spoilers. I don't want to spoil anything. People haven't seen it yet. I know some people are waiting to, uh, for actually Halloween oh, that's a good uh, before they see it. But uh, I was tense the entire time, and I don't know why I was a little uh, 
resistant to admitting how much I enjoyed it, but uh, I enjoyed it. There were some times where I kind of was a little, uh, I'll say it, a little bored. Mm. There were a couple of moments where it's like, mm, okay, let's go, let's move this along. It wasn't as scary as a as a movie can be. Like, I, I don't know, uh, maybe just because it's following so closely, uh, like, you know, the, the formula of, of the original, we sort of, we've seen that a lot. Uh, there's been some advancements in how to make a movie scary since yeah. 1978. And uh, so I've been more scared in other movies, but I, I still enjoyed it. I thought it was a, it was uh, a fun ride. Again, I don't think I was scared at all, yeah. uh, but I was tense. Right, right. And that's that's what the original Halloween gave you was a lot of tension and some frights because it was brand new, like you said. Right. Um, I, I, you know, look, maybe it's the old man in me. I There are times, and, and this is not a spoiler alert, it's every slasher movie. There are times where, and when he turns the corner to murder somebody and then he walks out with a bloody knife, I don't need to see the human being that was murdered. I right. I get what happened. Let yeah. my imagination. It's more powerful. If it's, it's more powerful. If it's left to your imagination. And they it. chose to uh, show every every single time. Yeah. Every, every single goddamn time. Now, this is important. I don't often look at my phone anymore. Your state's deadline to register to vote is today. Now, don't fuck around. Just got a text on that. Well, I'm already registered. I, was, we all I think it's funny that I was ramping up to, to, to in some weird <laughs> thing. And then my, I looked over and my text was, it, the first word was all caps, important. Now, this is important. <laughs> it was like it knew, it heard you yelling. And you're like, we better match this guy's intensity. It knew. Now, listen, that was not the most tense I've been in a movie theater over the weekend, by the way. I know you don't consider Thursday night the weekend. Some people do. Okay. Uh, I went to see Free Solo yesterday. Oh, boy. Free Solo. Have you seen Free yeah. Solo, Garen? I have not. Has anybody else in the room seen Free Solo? No, I think I watched a little thing of it. Uh, they you know, they released a little thing on the internet. To, I insist yeah. that you watch it on the big screen, first of all. I insist you okay. watch it on the big screen. So you're going to be one of those people. <laughs> it's, it's the type of movie where it's beautiful. Yeah, no, I, be, I believe you. You can't, uh, you know, you, you got, it's a mountain. You want to see that on a small I screen? Agree. No, I don't want to see it at all. I had no idea. Oh, but it's fascinating. It's wonderful. Yeah. It's a great, uh, it's a documentary, I should tell you that. Documentary. I should, that's something I probably should tell you guys. Non-scripted. Yeah, technically, documentaries are scripted also. Got narration and the structure of the. Now this has the uh, the your talking head segments and yeah. your uh, your confessionals and all that. Sure. Uh, and they're documenting this guy climbing a mountain. By the way, my uh, my second cousin or my first cousin once removed. I don't know which one it is, but my mom's cousin's son. At one point, was the youngest person ever to climb El Capitan. I don't know if he still is. Oh, is that right? He was. He climbed it when he was 17, yeah. With, uh, with ropes, though. Not like this guy. I do, I do not think he he did a free solo. I can't remember. I think this guy's the only guy to ever do a free solo. Okay, no? well then, I, I could be 100% well, wrong about that. Definitely. <laughs> I was in and out of the movie. <laughs> it, uh, a little bored. It, it was great. It was great. I was, again, I was tense the whole time. Yeah. Uh, But a little bit of fun and uh, also some pain uh, when it was over. Uh, I got up. I just witnessed a man without rope or anything climb the face of a mountain. (laughs) Right? He climbs the face of a mountain, this guy. I get up, my empty popcorn uh, tub in hand, empty soda pop, uh, keys. Um, For some reason, at the arc light near my house, there's a, a half step. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't understand why there's a half step. I will go to my grave to understand why there's a half step. I did not see said half step. Hmm. I went flying. I, I, I like I'm walking up. I, I trip. 
I, I, things go flying out of my hand. I walk, I knock into a wall. Oh, my, Jesus. I am, I am, my, I am bruised <laughs> all on my fuck? arm, dude. My skin came off my hand. Oh man! And it's like, and, and I got oh, up. Yeah, and I, I was, uh, what's that? I see that. Yeah. yeah see Jeez. That was. It, that by the way, that was gushing blood. It wasn't even a scrape. It was, was it, gushing. Is that a rug burn? Was there rug? Yeah. To, yeah. The arc light. Uh, uh, I, I, is Arclight famous for being all rug? <laughs> yeah, like every surface is rug. Even the walls are rugged. <laughs> I know, but I, I've never every, been to that. Every one. fucking surface, like it's, you know, it's it, it's rugged like this, where like there's no cushion underneath yeah, yeah. it. You're you're basically just hitting a sandpaper. Yeah, sandpaper. I bounce off the wall into the thing. Oh, my, you know, my my popcorn thing goes everywhere. I've, I, I got to pick everything up, and I just couldn't stop laughing over the fact that I just watched a man <laughs> climb the face of a mountain, and I can't walk out of a fucking movie theater. Wow. I, I get it, and I, it was one of those two where, you know, when you trip and it really hurts, how it can be jarring. Like your body, yes. your body takes like, like even my brain, I could feel like it was like concussion, like shook up a little bit. Where it's like I, I had to then yes. readjust, and it took me until I went to bed. Like I oh. never felt Yeesh. I was out of sorts the rest of the day. Wow. What time and did you got, see the movie? 9 a.m. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got out of there 4:30. Okay. Uh, you know, 10 minutes earlier, of course, I. Uh, Right, you had to toke up for that. Yeah, that's why I was my my brain was uh, <laughs> yeah. not hundred uh, percent focused. I I need to see this. Uh, first of all, I need to see all the carpet at this location. I also need to see this half step you're talking about because it's hard to imagine why or where or what that Dude, would be. Dude, I do not understand this half step whatsoever. You got to start going to Big Daddy Kane theaters because you know their motto ain't no half stepping. <laughs> I don't know that motto, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> did I did I shoehorn in the callback? I had to go back to half step just to set that up. Oh, is that what you did? But I did it. Oh, <laughs> you're an asshole. It you... little, took a lot of scaffolding but to get was, that no, joke. No, it was very organic. I wouldn't have pointed it out if I were you, <laughs> Mr. Pardo. Uh, yes, uh, Elliot Hochberg, uh, theater inspector. Yeah, uh, I'm just wondering um, that half step. Now, normally in a theater, if there's any form of step at all, there's some kind of an LED strip. I'm sure there was like some that. illumination. Mm-hmm. All right, so so it was to code. I believe, it, if I may, uh, I was maybe fiddling uh, into my pocket to get my keys and not uh, paying full attention. I will. Uh, I if, so if use, there is a lawsuit here, there is not one. So it is 100 percent my fault. Yes, <laughs> very good. But it's it's you know it's also embarrassing because you know people human beings see you do it mm-hmm. you're then you you know they're not talking about the movie anymore they're talking about the guy they saw go fly through the air and hit a wall yeah uh, by the way all of that said zero people assisted me up <laughs> zero people helped me gather my items they all walked around me hmm. they all saw a human being on the ground yeah, and a group of people chose to just oh I got I better maneuver around this uh, guy that's obviously collapsed in the middle of the theater hmm. it's very strange. I saw, uh, I was driving home a few weeks ago and I just happened to, I was on Riverside, I just happened to look over at the exact moment a woman was in midair like getting ready to fall on her ass oh, like no. she was she was the proverbial ass over tea kettle but i only caught it mid thing so i it was just the weirdest thing i look over and i see a woman airborne and i was like what and then she's on the ground before you know it yeah and i guess there was just some there was like a puddle on the ground and uh it was by there's a construction site I, I don't know why it was wet right there but uh but like i did have the instinct to I was like, do I pull over and help? I'm like, that's weird. Like, first of all, it would have required an insane move to like slam on my brakes and jerk right. over. It, it could have been a disaster. Yeah. And then I also was just kind of like, uh, it looked bad, but she immediately popped up and looked angry, like not not hurt or upset, just like what the fuck, like. And it was like, right. oh, okay, uh, I think she's okay. Um, but I was actually, I have to say, 
kind of impressed with myself. A younger me would have just laughed at that. I would have mm-hmm. burst out laughing and that would have been the end of it. I'm like, oh, that's, <laughs> I can't believe I got to witness that hilarious uh, pratfall right in front of me. Right. Uh, because that's happened in the past. Like when I was in college, I remember there was like a crazy snowstorm in Boston and we were walking down the street. Uh, Elise and our friend Amy and I were all walking down the street and this woman was like hustling and she like fell like forward like through us. Like she was like, Wah! and like we were just like, <laughs> she was like right next to us and we just laughed and kept walking. Right? And, uh, so I'm glad I've matured a little bit. Not enough to actually help another human but being. But you could, no, like you said, it would, it would have been uh, maybe... It, it, a, it, it would have caused a, a trouble. Right. A trouble on the streets. She also seemed to not want your help. I didn't think so. And I was, there was also a split second where I was like, is this person homeless? Because that seems like a weird thing. Uh, I mean, I, obviously, because uh, you refuse to hope that you, you, <laughs> yeah. you and Rachel Quaintons do not like. Yeah, to help I was like, the, I better uh, not pull over. I, I got to be careful. No, I guess I just mean like it seemed like it, this fall could have been precipitated by uh, drunkenness. It was the middle of the day. But sure, but even so, if that person falls and breaks their leg, uh, it doesn't no, matter I know. that they are drunk. But that. That said, no, listen, I, uh, it didn't affect whether I was going to help them or not. I was just more like, what's going on here? This was this is weird. Like, is it a homeless person falling down because they've got problems or is it a regular person who just had a terrible luck? I'd like I couldn't piece it together immediately. Either way, you did not want more information. No. And I was <laughs> I was driving fast enough that I was like, I never really I still don't really know fully what the deal was. Like, I maybe I don't know what it was going. Maybe this person has a vertigo. There's also a chance there was somebody with a camera. They were doing a little skit. Could be. Could be. That's a good point. Right. Think about that. I like I like you to think that way. That way you feel like you you did the right thing by just moving forward. I I actually my mind went more to is this person trying to like drum up a lawsuit? Oh, you uh, it's an old classic slip and fall. (laughs) Classic (laughs) slip and Jimmy. There's some comedian. I forget which comedian is. Steve Ayat knows who it is. Some comedian uh, uh, slipped and fell outside of a blockbuster. Mm -hmm. They did not clear their ice. And uh, he did have a lawsuit. And I want to say. Like was then didn't have to work another day in his life yeah. like that. But legit, like he didn't do it. Right. Uh, uh, I think he was also the type of guy that like he even said, I didn't want to sue. But I was told by everybody you have to because yeah. for uh, for so that they learn a lesson or something. Like, I, yeah, I know that sounds no. crazy, but they're uh, it may not have been a blockbuster, by the way. It may have been some other. Uh, was there another chain? Oh, there was. Not a major one, right? Was there another major? Was well, there a competitor to blockbuster? Yes, there was. There was a Hollywood video, but was that yeah. just out here? Right in Hollywood, and didn't didn't warehouse rent videos at one warehouse did, but this is again uh, back in the Midwest. Ice family video, family video was popular. I remember that logo. Never even heard of it. But Blockbuster, like nobody competed on the level of yeah. Like was anyone right? Did anyone else reach nationwide level? Hollywood sounds familiar. I don't. That probably was only out here, but I feel like there was another chain. Well, um, I know there were a lot of local. Your mom and pa, which may have yeah. gone from you know one to five stores at the most. Well, that was most of, for where I lived. Most of the eighties, Blockbuster didn't really come along until later. Like it was all mom and pop. Like mm-hmm. you would go to the like the the little corner grocery store type like convenience store, right. and they would have a shelf of of videos, and that was that was all you get. Like it was like, oh okay, I guess I'll. Uh, guess i'll rent this uh <laughs> i was trying to think of a funny like uh like what was that oh um funny farm with chevy chase sure who's the woman i don't think there is a famous uh, there's not like a name person in that it, with him funny farm i wanted to say diane keaton but that's not right it's not pam dauber is it no it's not pam dauber <laughs> <laughs> i forget who it is look, look up her initials garen uh 
Like most of Chevy Chase's co-stars, she probably shortly after decided to quit the business. <laughs> <laughs> or it's one of those things where like you look her up and she's never stopped working. You just yeah, uh, could be. Yeah. Oh, I don't even. It's M S O. Yeah. I, I'm Mary Stewart Osterson. <laughs> That's it. I think I think Matt's right. Who is it? Madeline Smith Osborne. Yeah. Nope. She was in All of Me. She was in Urban Cowboy. She was in 2010. Hmm. Class of 96. Wait. TV series. What's 2010? Oh, oh, the sequel to 2001. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I believe the catchphrase was uh, in space, so it's unwatchable. The super. <laughs> she was in the super, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Pesci film. Wait, uh, yeah. Oh, right, yeah, right. Joe Pesci. Remember, remember we all had to be excited about him for a year and a half of our lives? Mm-hmm. Why do you hate him so much? You know what? I don't know why. I'm sure <laughs> if I met him, he'd be like a nice man. I don't like that he walked around pretending to be his character. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, 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 but that was he was legitimately great in like five movies. Five? I I don't know. You think I, he's great in five movies? Well, good, good Goodfellas. Fella? He's great in Goodfellas. My Cousin Vinny. Yeah, he's great in My Cousin the Vinny. The Super. I don't know. I never <laughs> saw The Super. I think he's good in Casino. I don't know if it's great. Like It's not as, it's not a, the greatest movie, but I think he's, he's really good. He's good in Casino. All right, there's three. Raging Bull. R- Raging Bull. Yeah, there you go. Oh, damn, damn it. That you're, was like 10 gonna, years you're gonna before. You're going to get the five. And then you know what? He's not bad. in. No, he is. In the uh, that's another big movie. Was the it? Mel Gibson movies. Oh, where he ruined weapon. it. He came in and ruined it. Lethal yeah, Weapon Lethal Three. Weapon. He's in the backseat. I want him to shut the fuck up. That shut was. Up. I think that's where he started crossing over into self parody. Agreed. The, All right, so you got four. Yeah, if you could find one more, Home Alone. Oh, he's great. He Home is Alone. great. He's great. Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, come on, you're exactly right. All right, you found five. My apologies. I do, all I can do now is apologize to the Pesci estate. <laughs> Please do because the, your hatred is unfounded. A hundred percent agree. Yeah, you know. But then he would go on talk shows and he would smoke his cigar sure. and he would be like uh, the guy you you know he thought people wanted him to be. But I also I, I, I'm not questioning. I, I agree with you that that did happen with him. But I also think you're partly mad at his characters because he played a lot of. No, no, I'm no, not at all. No, I'm 100 percent talking about him on talk shows. I know. But I think you're conf- you're no, conflating. No, I'm not the real. I'm him telling you exactly the- what I'm doing. I don't like I didn't <laughs> like him in interviews. But that's just one little moment of time. You're you're combining it with all this other stuff that you see. I'm not combining doing- anything. I'm being very straightforward. I didn't like him as in, in interviews. But that's just I just one. made it clear that I, there was five minimum five movies that I enjoyed him in. Right. But when you see him in Goodfellas, you, you were like, that's a great performance. But at the same time, you don't like that guy because he's an asshole. Right. But no, but I, but again, I know what you're trying to get at. I'm not <laughs> conflating that. I right. didn't like him walking around with a cigar. <laughs> right. At, it, no, I said shows. I grant you that he started to become his characters. But the, what I'm saying is he was doing that because he found success playing assholes and you didn't like the assholes that so, he was playing. So let, let's ask this question. Yeah. If you'd never seen Joe Pesci in a movie and he was just the guy in the interviews, would you have disliked him as much? Uh, yeah, I think of I, course. Yes. Because he's Maybe. acting like a guy who's an asshole, who, who, which is he was just he just couldn't get out of character at some point. But he wasn't an asshole. My cousin Vinny. That's true. He's really he's only an asshole in one of them. Right. Goodfellas. Well, Goodfellas. no, all three Home, of those Scorsese movies. He's Home, an Home Alone. He's pretty much an asshole. But he's not an asshole. He's a clown. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that brought the, brought the room to a halt. I don't know. It's because you're digging your heels in on this thing. That I'm I, not, wait, wait, I am not I, digging my heels in on this thing. I'm this acknowledging. Is this is why. What is he funny to you? Okay, is he a clown? Come on, dude. We're not in a frat. We're not going to go to the ghost. Well, that's why there was the pause. Thing. I feel like I think we're all trying to decide whether or not we should do that. I can no, tell you. I can tell you. No, one guy wasn't doing three that. people who were not considering it whatsoever. Garen, were you thinking about doing I that? Absolutely. No, not. not one of us. The three people in comedy weren't thinking about that at all. Garen. Wow. Garen. Wow. Garen's I went there. Wow. You're saying that Garen's in comedy more than Elliot. Wow. Wouldn't you? 
I don't know. I mean, in context, you have to, but... Push come to shove on this show over the last six years. Which one of these two has said more funny things? Which one has incited murder more than... Well, yeah. No, I mean, I don't... That's that's pretty... Uh, given that Garen talks way less than Elliot, to say that Garen said more funny things than Elliot, while true, is still a very mean thing to say. <laughs> a, by the way, I said this over the weekend because Garen came to my show at Flappers and uh, some fan was also there and said, oh, Garen's here, huh? And, uh, you know Elliot? And I said, I go, would you want to hang out with me? <laughs> if you were Elliot, would you want to hang out with me? Of course, that... Uh, I, I anyway, I defended you. Thank you. They, want, they were shitting on you for not showing up, like no support. I was like, would, would you? What about me? I live five minutes from there. <laughs> yeah, there's no excuse. When I see enough of each other. <laughs> yeah, I agree. There's no question about that. No how, question. how did the shows go? What's your question? Flappers. You did shows. How were they? Uh, you know, they were all fine. The one that Garen came to, we had a little bit of a... Uh, we had a heckler situation. Uh, you had a, a couple of young ladies that would not shut their mouths. That's rare. And uh, was not uh, taken care of in a timely manner. Oh, wow. And I don't mean to uh, badmouth flappers for that, but uh, they seem to... Uh, here's the thing. I And, I, and it, it is something that happens all around the country with Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy Pardo works the crowd so much that, in fairness to the door people, they don't know what I'm being funny about and what I'm being serious about. Mm-hmm. And so uh, when I'm saying to somebody... Uh, there are many times where I'll say, I've never said this before and I don't have this power. I'm kicking you out. Mm-hmm. Ah, ha, ha. And then, you know, contrast that with on Friday, uh, me saying, I'm not fucking around here. I will pay your money. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like if you're right. if you're a door person watching four Jimmy Pardo shows, yeah. you, why, why would you take this one seriously? Garrett Cockrell, your thoughts as an audience member. Uh, there was a definite shift in tone when you said that. So right. I don't know how they couldn't. I've seen I've seen that shift, too. But I, I wonder if you're not as familiar with a Jimmy Pardo, if you if you notice the difference, whether it's but they both seem like jokes. They both seem uh, like comedy. Did By the way, did the crowd laugh when you said the second thing? Oh, no. Oh, no, really? It, no, oh, crowd, that, crowd, crowd, crowd seemed to be aware. Definite <laughs> shift. Like, I don't think I've ever seen Jimmy in that. Yeah. Like he wasn't having it at all. It you know it, it's come down to like my, I used to literally used to make my my bread and butter was hoping somebody heckled me mm-hmm. and then I would lash I would then destroy them, get big laughs, blah blah blah. I've gotten to the point where I've been doing this so long and there are people there that they got babysitters, they paid money that that I don't have any interest in wasting my time or theirs right. with dealing with a heckler. You shut your fucking mouth or you get out. That's yeah. it. Right. And uh when that wasn't happening like, as Garrett says, he saw me. It, Paul Anka was in the room. Wow. <laughs> yeah. For real. That sucks. Also, but what happened prior to that was they were, they were, I, I had, I was not in the room until the, Matt Donahue's last five minutes. Uh, but I was told uh, by our MC, uh, you know, just to let you know, they're a little chatty tonight, which, you know, you know what? That's our job. Sometimes they're chatty, sometimes, but I didn't realize that they were fucking annoying to Matt. So when they said yeah. one thing, it was like, oh, that's what she's talking about. I'm not going to tolerate that at all. Mm-hmm. And um, Matt, I was able to, he was able to skew it, and it, that was so it was funny. But yeah, they did not let up on him at all. Like they would respond to everything he said. Yeah, and it's like, ah, uh, were they <sighs> drunk? You know what? That's a good question. I think they just were uh, chatty and, and, if I may, stupid and rude and ignorant. Yeah. Was hey. it a full house? Oh, God, no. 
<laughs> I got two. Let me give you two words. Why not, Jimmy Pardo? <laughs> I don't know. I just I never know how Flappers does on weekends. It seems like they get a lot of. You know what? Here, here's what it is. All the time, eight o'clock shows for me. For whenever I'm there, yeah. eight o'clock shows at Friday and Saturday are jammed. Mm-hmm. Ten o'clock shows are okay. Hmm. And but that particular one was even less than okay. That was just. I wonder if it was. People were going. I don't know. I'm not like, even bother explaining. I think we were bat- we were battling the the Dodgers on fr- on Saturday night as well. Yeah. So oh yeah, that, that's, that's gonna. That's, uh, although you'd that. think that would hurt the eight o'clock show more than the late one, right? Because it ended at like eight thirty. Yeah, it was game seven. Yeah. Uh, but uh, eight o'clock show was that. Which I even said on stage, I go, "How do I go from a fucking standing ovation to battling you assholes?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's what it was. For eight o'clock show was you know. Uh, uh, I, wanna, I will go, I will see probably the best show I ever had at Flappers. It was uh, phenomenal. I know our friend Jeff was there to see that. Oh, was he? Mm-hmm. Oh, he didn't say hi? Oh, no. Jeff, the uh, audience member, Jeff. Yeah. I thought you meant your friend Jeff Babcock. No, no. Jeff, uh, Jeffrey Jetmouth. Uh, yeah, he was in the front row. <laughs> That's, he, he gave himself that name, by the way. Yes, he did. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, he was there. It was great. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was a terrific show and uh, a lot of nice Never Not Funny fans and some good people. And uh, met a friend of the show who works on... Uh, Ah, damn it. American Housewife. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a friend of the show. Met a friend of uh, Matt Donaher's lady friend works on American Housewife. And there is a listener to our show named, I think his name is Craig. And if I got that wrong, I apologize. Who lives down the street from here, mm-hmm. but also listens. And then they were also the show. Hmm. Wow. That's a long way to go to tell you who was there. <laughs> is that the show? Is Dietrich Bader on that show? Yeah. Yeah. And never watched uh, that show. I'm told by many, many people it's very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I still can't be convinced. I I wish I had all the time in the world to watch all these great shows. I know there's a lot of good ones out there that I'm missing. Yeah, there's some, there's some that we're going to push aside. I think so. You know, we we may uh, do a uh, American Housewife uh, uh, dive and and start. Mm, uh, you okay. know, we need comedies to replace uh, other comedies that maybe we are uh, done watching. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give any names. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Mash. We're done with Mash. <laughs> we're also done with Perfect Strangers. Uh-huh. And uh, we're very, very, uh, uh, I, I'm trying to think of a third one, and trying to uh, drag out Family Matters. Hogan's Heroes? No, Family Matters will never be yours. No, no. I, I watch Hogan's Heroes a lot on uh, late night TV. I'm really? on MeTV. And I'm going to say this. I've said it before. I've alluded to this before, but I think it's official. I'm in love with 1970s share. I mean, I, wow. and by the way, not just like, hey, isn't that great? There's a chance. I'm not kidding. There's a chance I'm in love with her. That makes sense. I'm in love yeah. with 1970s share. I, I believe it. That's in love. Nice. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Very strangely, oddly in love mm-hmm. with somebody that I can't have. Now or then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if if that's another example of you being born at the wrong time, because based on Sonny's appearance, you might have been her type. I think I'm still funny, her small type. guy. I think I'm still her type. OK, we got to get her in here. She's she's not busy doing anything, right? Mm. <laughs> she's going out. I think she's in Australia at the moment. Ah. She's going on a. Uh, uh, coming to uh, doing a residency in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I think you're right, Matt. I think I got a very good shot. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 you you alluded to that. I wasn't saying. No, nah, you were inferring. It couldn't have been less what I meant. You no, know, you said I'm her type. Yeah, he did. Oh, uh, I did say that. I meant yeah. then. There's a chance. She, look, she didn't. The, after that sunny thing, she, I think she realized this is not this is not what I should be. Well, doing. she went to Greg Allman next. Mm-hmm. Then then Gene Simmons. Yikes. Then the that poor kid that you know got raked over the coals just for because he had a real job. Right. God forbid. I'm mixing him up with the guy that, um, or maybe I'm not. There was uh, Elizabeth Taylor also dated a young guy who got like completely. Like the tabloids just ripped him apart because it was like, look at this goofball. He's like a plumber or something. Right. 
What? Like, Why? So what? So what? <laughs> Fucking great. So that good po- for him and good for her. Who cares? Right. They met. They met, they met each other. She yeah. met him at a bakery. What was that guy's name? Please give me the initials, Garen. me crazy. I'm. Give me the initials. Jo- I want to say Joey. No. It's it's. I think I'm, I'm trying to find it, but there's. I was hoping there was like a boyfriend section of her. I think Wikipedia. There's not a boyfriend not, section of the which is Cher or Elizabeth Taylor. I don't even know Cher. which one I'm trying to think of anymore. I'm trying to think of the Cher. So, it, okay. so if Elizabeth Taylor's Joey, I apologize for. I, I was uh, saying no so quickly. No. Do you think it was, maybe it's your new boyfriend, RC? Joe Pesci? <laughs> maybe uh, Robert. It's Robert. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's a, an Italian last name. It sure is Italian Coca Cola or uh, <laughs> Robert. Um, you can get Coca Cola. Got to totally. That cent store. <laughs> You Get, know what, Elliot? Yeah. I owe you a problem. I owe you an <laughs> <laughs> Elliot's back in the lead. Uh, <laughs> Elliot, Elliot, back down. Leader, leader of the clubhouse. Yeah. Garen's still out of the course. That was it. That took, uh, that took five points off your total. <laughs> <laughs> One fell swoop. Somebody just hit theirs into the uh, <laughs> the, the pedal. Uh, uh, History will shine down on that joke. <laughs> and and show how horrible it was. <laughs> uh, wait, right, give us his name. Rob Camaletti. Camaletti, that's right. Again, all he did was he just had a regular job. But because what was he like a donut delivery man? Or a, I went, yeah, worked at a bakery, right? Or, or maybe I'm thinking that because did he was he delivering something to her house when they met or something? Jesus Christ! If only Nicole Simpson had the same outcome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that poor guy was just dropping off some sunglasses. Yeah. So we're told. Well, Elliot, an actor. Elliot gave me some very interesting uh, inside scoop on that situation. What did I do? Elliot believes. Elliot Hochberg? Elliot Hochberg. He's been working the case, son, in his spare time. Sure, sure. He believes, now get this, that OJ <laughs> oh. was covering for his son who actually murdered Nicole and you, you- Ron. I, I, I think I thought you were making fun of me like this is obvious trivia. He is. <laughs> I'm okay. not, not because it's obvious. I'm making fun of you because it's crazy that you believe that. Well, wait, no. no, wait a minute. No, no, that's that's, not that's, a, that's, that's actually a very prevalent theory. But it's, I guess I'm, I don't know. There's, yeah, maybe. Then I guess I was making fun of you for bringing it up like two days ago or four days ago. Well, no, ago. I mean, I don't know why, but I think O.J. Simpson came up. And so. And so right. But I don't know. I saw I, I saw the little mini documentary that the the investigator did and it's kind of a compelling so case why didn't that tv series get into that the people versus oj simpson well it kind of ended too soon right isn't that yeah, I guess uh, so, yeah. like like not too you know what i mean well, well, but, that's, and that's not the yeah. story that most people think of but it is the but i i think i think the, i think more people that are involved in that case believe that than they don't well but you said something that i didn't know which is that he had gotten in a shouting match with her yeah the, according to the thing i saw which hey look it could be wrong. The guy yeah. could be making shit up. But according to the thing I saw, O.J. Simpson's son had gotten into a fighting match with uh, Nicole Brown Simpson like and that it was, day. It was six love, before. six love. That was, it was a yeah. very one-sided match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and apparently he owned the right kind of knife and it had threatened her verbally like and was on medication that he wasn't taking right. that, that would was prevent the part him from that, being, yeah. being And that violent. gentleman is not his, uh, that is that not his mother. That is a stepmother. Right. Sort of I believe that's correct, correct yes. Yeah. So, I, you know, I don't know what's true. I, I don't well, remember, I did a pilot with uh, Marsha... Uh, Cross? Marsha Cross. Wait, what is it? No, Clark? that's not Marsha Clark. Marsha Clark. Marsha Cross, Cross was on... on uh, Desperate Housewives. Right. Yeah. Also Norris went to the gymnasium that I went to. We used to see her working out there and uh, all dolled up on a treadmill did you watch melrose place I no even uh, though i wanted to because you, you know i have a, a crush on jack wagner you would have loved it because it's a soap opera yeah and uh one of the best 
things ever on that show is when she Marsha Cross came into it and uh, was stirring things up. And then at the end of, do you remember this, Karen? Did you watch it? I, the, I remember. You know exactly what I'm talking about? What you're talking about. <laughs> at the end of the season, she like she's brushing her hair and she like lifts it up and she has a gigantic like head scar and it's like whoa like i don't even know now that i'm saying it out loud i don't even know what that i guess the the the, the premise was she's deranged like she had had brain surgery or something which is kind of like in, in modern times in today that would not fly as a story premise would be like that's really offensive to people who may have had brain surgery but it was like oh shit she's fucking nuts because she had a scar on her head and it was like but it was so graphic and crazy looking it looked like a horror movie and uh Great moments in television. By the way, I'll disagree with you. I think that that's happened on every soap opera since then. Oh, really? Like, I think oh, so that's still flying. That's still a okay. Well, I, I, uh, as I was describing it, I it didn't sit well with me at the time. I thought it was great. <laughs> I still think it's a. Uh, she had a couple of huge moments in that show that were jaw dropping and shocking. And did she murder somebody? I forget. I can't. She. I don't remember. But she came back. That was the big surprise when she was. Yeah. Whatever it happened, and then she, they last the second of the episode, she's on the beach watching them. Right. Guys, let's not lose sight of the fact that we've solved the O.J. Simpson case. <laughs> <laughs> That's what this topic well, is. Well, Elliot solved the O.J. Simpson case. I'd like to think we're involved. We're just along for the. We're ride. always a team. Even well, as a movie theater, refuse to come out and support me as a live performer. Yeah. All right, we, well, let's go back to the... I'm sorry to derail us from whatever the, the other thing we were talking about. Well, first of all, did you figure out who Elizabeth Taylor's uh, no-name boyfriend was? Oh, no. Forgot about that one. Uh, he was a bagel guy that's right he was that, that's right they called him the oh shares bagel boy yeah. what the fuck yeah. why can't that's the guy just a have thing. a job yeah it's just he's a, a they met he's a human being with a job they right. fell in love but i because it was a fall from gene simmons because it wasn't a rock star what who gives a shit i yeah i give her credit for like dating an actual person rather than another right? self-involved uh celebrity which you know kid. when that happens everyone's like ah you know everyone's like oh it'll never work and it's like okay but the opposite you're also mad at like what do you want tabloids right. <laughs> what would be what would be okay for you right you're right because you're exactly right because it's like well it's not gonna work they're both uh, they're both divas that's never gonna work right oh he's just a normal person that's never gonna work <laughs> but you were right. what, what do you want right what is she supposed to marry sunny go back to sunny he can't he's dead skiing elizabeth Taylor was with anthony geary she was with tony geary for a little while who's that uh he played luke on general hospital yeah. He also did a movie with my uh, father-in-law. A, I forget what movie, like a, I want to say like a Cleopatra type movie, but I don't think it's Cleopatra, obviously. When I was at Dear Evan Hansen last week in the intermission, I was looking at the wall. They have this like, this timeline of the Amundsen and like Elizabeth Taylor did a play there once and Catherine Hepburn. I was like, this is insane. Like, I know it's Los Angeles, but I, it just made me realize, I guess there are some actors who still do movies and TV and then stage. But those are two of the biggest movie stars in the right. history of Hollywood. <laughs> and in their 60s or 70s, they're just like, yeah, I'm going to go do this thing at the Amundsen. Like, I that's think though, if you look at an Elizabeth Taylor like documentary, yeah. uh, I think towards the end of her career, she was kind of doing that. She needed the, to, yes. the, the publicity or the yes, attention. I think yeah. so. That's, that's probably. I, I, I don't think it's the case for Hepburn, but I, right. I think that is the case with Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. I also don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I guess to me, like there are obviously there are actors who are like, I don't know, maybe Edie Falco is somebody like that who you'd see or Brian Cranston's going to be on Broadway next year or something doing that. They're now doing network. Oh, right? oh, is it now? I thought so. Yeah, that's Could what I was wrong. thinking of. I didn't know when it started. But um, but like it would be like if Angelina Jolie were just in a play. Right. Like that's 
hard to imagine. But you kind of do see that from like that one in uh, Santa Monica, that little theater there, whatever it's called, the Genesis or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's always somebody like, really? <laughs> right. They're doing a play? Yeah. Like, it, like wow. and the rest of the cast is a bunch of just working actors. Right, right. And then Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, what the shit? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, well, uh, there are a couple of theaters like that. There's the one near UCLA. Um, oh, that's the one I'm talking about. The Geffen? I, you know what? My apologies. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I just called it the Genesis and said Santa Monica. Yeah. <laughs> I, I meant the Geffen. But here's the thing. that There is a little theater in Santa Monica near Main Street that kind of does that. And oh. then the Odyssey will have. Because I saw that's what I was thinking of, yeah. Nick Offerman and uh, I can't remember her name, his wife. But Megan that's not Mullally. Mullally. Yeah. Mullally, yeah. They, they did they're it, slingers, yeah. by the way, in case you were curious. <laughs> they're, they're what now? They're, if you watch baseball, slingers. you know they're slingers. Yeah. I don't watch they're baseball. Slingers. Yeah, they're slingers. They like to sling? Yeah, they like to sling, and they will ask anybody that's around them if they're also interested in Would slinging. Would you like to come over tonight and sling with us? We're mm-hmm. going to pop some champagne, I'm imagining, is one of the lines. You get the premise, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the joke. <laughs> I enjoyed those commercials very much when they were two no-name actors. I yes. thought that they were uh, done very, very well. Yeah. Wait, they did that uh, that campaign before. Oh, that campaign's yeah. a long run uh, okay. campaign. Yeah. And so this is a new thing yeah, with them they, being in it. They, okay. they hired the uh, married couple to uh, be slingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry Fortensky is who you're Thank you. Yeah. Larry Fortensky. By the way, it's amazing I can't remember that name because at poker, uh, whenever – boy, what, what is the hand that we we say Fortensky? We, his name so comes up. Fours and tens. What, fours and tens. That's it. Uh, uh, four and ten. Ah, the, the, the Larry Fortensky. That's exactly what they do, Elliot. And it comes up. That's great. Minimum 300 times during a poker game. That's bizarre. You'll be amazed how many times fours yeah. and tens comes up. That's weird. Yeah. But that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, that's one of those names like Joey Buttafuoco that's just right. always going to be somewhere in your head. Shouldn't be. Don't need yeah. to remember it. Don't Larry need to Fortensky. It. Yeah. Ugh. It's never going to last. Now, is sure with anybody right now? I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's a uh, overused phrase these days, but it seemed to apply there. Because uh, I know she's going to have that residency in Vegas, so maybe she you know, has time, time to come back out here to her home in L.A. I'm also a married man with a child, but uh, I think my wife would understand. Would she? I, I really, is she on your list? You know what? I, really, I don't have a list. On, you just got to... You've just got a, a floating concept of what you're <laughs> going to do. Yeah. It's a, it's a list of two, I think, at this point, isn't it? Who do you think the second one Bernadette is? Peters. Yeah, huh? Maybe three, because there's also, what's her name? Pat Lapone? Yeah. It's kind of... I don't know. What's that? A May-December romance desire happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. These are all These the people that you were interested women. in. And, uh, oh, I think our guest's a little early. All right. Five minutes. All right, Garen. Well, let's. Uh, all right, there's no reason to correct the time, but it's still early. Uh, all right, go out there. You're Mr. Parta's assistant, that sort of thing. Please welcome in. There's a very good chance Jimmy's going to yell at your arrival. There are cameras aimed at them. There are cameras. Remember, there's cameras aimed at them as they walk in. Garen! Garen! <laughs> By the way, Elliot, you know, of course, I'm kidding. There's no fucking way he says more funny things than you do. <laughs> wow. So hurtful in a new way. You've had a different way to hurt someone. <laughs> Ugh. I don't feel good about that at all. He's never going to hear that. I don't know that. how to feel, but I'm going to smile. What's that? You know exactly how he's going to he's, he's gonna, He listens back to every show. I don't think he does. He, he, he at this point, he I don't think he does. His friends do, though. That Elias or whoever the hell he's sure, hanging maybe. out with, they all... Uh, yeah, they uh, report back to him. He's got a good group of friends. Uh, the friends that we went yeah. to Halloween with were a good mm-hmm. group of people. Yeah, nice guys. Here's Garen Cockrell. All right, Garen's back. All right, uh, guys. Mom's the word on what I just said. <laughs> hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, Garen. Well, welcome back, pal. What's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. What's just talking about how we, I mean, truth be told, we're just talking about how you have a good group of friends. That oh, is true. Thank you, yeah. The, 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 Justin. 
Wise. This new Eric, who we, we'd never seen Eric before. All of a sudden, I've yeah. seen Eric twice in one week. I've known Eric for years. Well, why is he all of a sudden showing up? He wanted to go. He came twice. He came to Halloween and the uh, Jimmy Pardo program. Yeah. It's good to see him. Yeah. Good guy. Good guy, Eric. He liked the Never Know Funny Facebook page after... Oh, is that right? After seeing the show. See, that's what I mean. It's like, this guy hasn't been around. Where's he coming from? Mm. Eric. Elias was with you? Mm-hmm. And who was the third with you on the... David? Little guy? David, that's right, on uh, on Saturday. And then... Uh, who David was, was terrified you were going to give him the business. Oh, no. David should... <laughs> uh, you, you should warn... David, David, people that are at a table with people I know will never get uh, spoken to. Uh, that's what I figured. Like, he didn't know, like, what kind of comedy you do. Yeah. So, when he was after, we were like, oh, my hands are sweating, and I didn't want to get called out, and was like, oh, I don't think he would have, because you were with me. No, he's in a <laughs> safe space. He's, he's, he's fine that's over fun. there. That is a big thing, though, with people in, in stand-up comedy, is that they're all... There's, there's a segment of the potential comedy audience who thinks... I don't. I don't want to go because the comedian might say something. About oh, there's me. no question. There's yeah. many times where people, even at my shows, they don't want to sit up front, and the, and the door guy goes, "Don't worry, his fans want to sit up front." So the, my fans come; they want to be partoed. But, mm-hmm. but you, I mean, like your particular kind of comedy, you are talking to the audience. That's your deal. But yeah. isn't that only like fifteen to twenty percent of comedians? Don't well, comedians- all of a sudden, Elliot, for some reason, yeah. is becoming a thing. Oh. In fact, our guest probably has a lot to say on this because. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was doing crowd work before I was doing crowd work, because mainly because she was doing comedy longer than me. Uh, but she's one of the best at it, too. Um, and speaking of our guest, Paula, come on and sit there comfortably. Jeez, I just tripped. What happened? Oh, no. You going to be okay? Jesus Christ. I see. Safety I first. Sit, sit down. It's workman's comp. Workman's comp. You can't. Uh, listen, uh, we don't have. We, we, try to sue us. You'll get, you'll get nothing but the. Get these cameras. The shit artwork on the wall. <laughs> Paula, we're talking about crowd work in the county. There's a microphone right next to you. And and, and as I just said, uh, right there, just maybe look a little bit. Uh, the sunglasses than, could be affecting things. <laughs> you're doing. Oh, you know why I couldn't see it? Well, a, I don't know, because you have the darkest sunglasses <laughs> on that we've ever seen in no, our lives. I, f- I forgot I had sunglasses. A, I have no peripheral vision. But B, see, you guys are on radio microphones, whereas this is like a stage microphone over yeah. here. Yeah. This is different. So I was oh, looking for a thing sense. that was on an arm, and I would swing it around casually. But apparently the guest on the show. Well, for just at the, at the top. Then you come over at, here and you oh, use one of these. Then I graduate. Yes. I yeah. see. <laughs> Let me ask my in question. In a tearful ceremony. <laughs> I'm begging of you now to stop talking so I can ask you my question yes go ahead i'm begging you as yeah. a person that as i was just singing your praises prior to your arrival that uh, uh about crowd work working the crowd as a which is what i do 90 percent of my show uh-huh. you also do quite a bit of it you're terrific at it thank you do you uh, i want your thoughts on this new trend where all the young kids are saying i've got to do crowd work now and instead of writing jokes they all think they could just dive in with crowd work and if you're not good at it boy that's a fucking mess paula pounce on your thoughts I don't think I'm as upset about it as you are. <laughs> I can see that this is really eating away at you. Um, I haven't it's se- all I have. I can't write jokes. I haven't don't seen- take my tool. <laughs> I haven't seen any of the young people. Uh, so I, I can't speak to this really. Um, I, I, it's funny though. I have had the occasional young comic come up to me after a show like in a theater and they'll say like, oh, your crowd work is so good. I, that phrase is new to me. The phrase. Why crowd is that work. phrase? Wait, wait, wait. I don't know. I don't recall ever hearing that phrase. What would you call when it when you're working up? the crowd? Then uh, it's not work. 
No, I was having a conversation. Well, nobody calls a crowd conversation. Nobody said, I like your crowd conversation. <laughs> Nobody's going to do that. It's just part. People say, oh, you're, you're crowd where you, you mean the part where I said, hi, how are you? That was a conversation. <laughs> but but you, oh, said, you go no, deeper. What do you ask? You have to ask I people about the their time lives honored. Where, where are you from? What do you do for a living? That's that's what I do. But it is a conversation. That's all That's all it is. Well, see, that's how I see it, too. But, yeah, people, but, we, the, we, but we, the young kids, they're calling it crowd work. They are. And they're coming and doing it without jokes. Jokes. Sounds like you're <laughs> upset about this now that you've learned no, a little bit more I'm about it. I'm reflecting back. No, it sounds like you've, now speaking, that you've got the full lay of the land, it sounds like you're as upset as I am. No, I've been in a lot of therapy, and so what you're hearing <laughs> is my uh, the ability that I learned from therapists to simply reflect back to you what you had said to me. Right, in, yeah. a, in an agreeing tone. Yeah, so it in sounds, a very agreeing tone. Okay. In a tone that says, you know, in about 45 minutes, you're going to write me a check and we're going to reschedule another appointment. That's the therapist. <laughs> that's the therapist tone. Uh, all that's going to happen without that check where he written. Uh, the premise being that before you arrived, uh, that yeah. uh, uh, his friend came to see my show over the weekend. Garrett's friend. Uh, Garen with an N. Oh, Garen. Yeah. Oh, I was thinking of his brother. Wait, <laughs> now is Garrett is that a new one? Is Garrett has Garrett yeah, put it on the board? Not put it on the board. Oh, right. well, why is it, no does board. everybody mispronounce his name? Because it's a stupid name. <laughs> Garen. I don't know if I think. You know, my last name got like a lot of different. Uh, What'd you end up with? Variations. What would we hear? No, well, no. I mean, Poundstone is my last name. Jimmy Tingle was staying at my house years ago. The great uh, comic Jimmy Tingle. Uh, he doesn't do the crowd work. Uh, he comes out with jokes. Um, uh, political these days, if I'm uh, mistaken. Uh, for many years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a brilliant political comedian. In fact, he just ran for lieutenant governor of Massachusetts. And lost. Not as a comic. Well, he did lose, but not as a comic, but as a legitimate... Right. Uh, Al Franken uh, style. He, uh, he uh, meant it. Right, right. A Democrat that... Uh, he, he, with with uh, with credentials. Uh, a guy that would have made a great lieutenant governor. But anyway... Also replaced was, Andy Rooney, if I'm not mistaken, for a little bit of time i think yeah i yeah. think he did so he was staying in my house many many years ago and this was back when you know he had a big bulky answering machine and pre-cell phone and uh his mother called and left a message on my machine while he was staying with me uh and we were in san francisco and she was in uh, boston and she said jim what's this i hear about you staying at paula pound love's house it's a great it's a great name and the, it, it was a great great name i could have uh, it's a stripper name <laughs> yeah i could have made a lot of money off the president yeah, damn right you could have yeah Paula Poundlove. Would you have had sex with the president for 130 grand? What are you asking me? The current president or a previous president? No, this president. Because <laughs> Grant, you? there's no question in my mind I would have fucked Grant for 130 grand. Yeah, would you? Yeah. But the and current... 130 grand was worth a lot more back then. Keep that mm. in mind. I am keeping that. That's why We're I joined him. talking about Civil War sex. Is that yes, correct? Yes, of course. Post-Civil War sex. Brother against brother. <laughs> Yes, that, of course. That kind of, not that kind of sex. Uh, does Grant pay you in grants if he does that? Yes, I get stocks and bonds and grants. Yeah. Uh, now, listen to me. Let me. You're asking me if I'd have sex with Donald Trump for $130,000. Yeah. Would I? No, I would not. No. Yeah. No. Ask me about 135000 because that seems to be my oh, cutoff. Oh, is that your tipping point? <laughs> That's my yeah. tipping point. <laughs> yeah. I'm a great deal maker. Wait, are you saying you maker. would? You would do it for $130,000? I'm saying that realizing that I could have... I feel the loss. 
Poundlove would have done it. You know yeah, that. Poundlove would have done it. Oh what are you God. kidding me? <laughs> Paula Poundlove with but, her but, with her act. But you have to know this: the hundred thirty thousand. Remember that? That was just the payoff. Yeah, she, that was the hush there, money. There was stuff getting. There was there was right. trinkets and baubles before that. Oh my God! I would have yeah, done but, it just for trinkets and baubles. Right. <laughs> but how yeah. much more time do you have to spend with him than to get the trinkets and baubles? Yeah. It's no, not, no. It's not I'll bet it. you on the first date you get a bobblehead. I'll bet you on the very first date you got like an eight by ten. There's no question. It was big. Yeah. Here's something for you. Yeah. Exactly. A little something I don't for do you. Voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wants to let you know that there's more coming. So right. you start with a little something. Mm-hmm. And then he squares his jaw. He likes to do that where he pulls his, mm-hmm. pulls his mouth sideways and squares his jaw. Yeah. When he's at China. <laughs> I have no deals with China. You probably should know this before you got in here. We're oh, very oh. pro Trump on this show. So, <laughs> oh my thank God. You for your time. Oh, I feel awful. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. Oh, I mean, I played along with your bit because yeah, I'm thanks. a yes and guy. Yeah. But you should know that we are uh, oh my 100% gosh. behind him. Oh, this is, oh my God. This is Thanksgiving all over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is Thanksgiving without the stuffing, without the little something. Right. <laughs> well, you didn't run it. Nobody at your Thanksgiving was uh, on that side of the uh, table, right? I don't do Thanksgiving. Okay. Hmm. Um, I was, yeah, I, you know, uh, for the, I said it as a joke because I had no crowd work right now. (laughs) (laughs) So I had a joke, but no, I don't really do that. I mean, I have many years ago, Mm -hmm. but I don't, as a joke, when my kids were growing up um, on Thanksgiving, we made uh, waffles in a waffle iron that was, uh, had Sylvester on the outside and then was shaped like Tweety Bird on the inside. Which is kind of a macabre uh, Warner Brothers <laughs> joke when you think about it, yeah. you know, so he, as if he had ingested him. But we had Tweety Bird shaped waffles uh, for Thanksgiving when my kids were growing up, and uh, and we didn't invite anybody. Just the, just you guys, you just us. Are there three kids? Three, yeah. yeah. And then we and we went to the movies. That's what. What'd you see? Well, uh, you know, it was different, different years. Sure. I remember one year we saw Happy Feet, and that was disappointing. It had a great trailer and not really a good... One hundred. Not... My son 100% agrees with that. He's yeah. 11 these days. Oh, yeah. These days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anybody, well, happy, with, anybody happy with the end of that song? That's not going to last forever. No, you think it's going to eventually change to 12? <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's coming. It's yeah. coming down the pike, whether you like it or not. All I can do is believe you. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have experience with this? Not, not with the, not uh, with the, not with the 11 and the 12 yet. You seem so youthful. Thank you. Do you and your son get in a lot of... Fights? Yeah. No. That's great. My son's a sweet, sweet boy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's good. Why, do you fight with your children? Oh, we, oh, there's a lot of arguing. My son was an electronics addict, and so a lot of, a lot of arguing comes with that. Okay. A lot of... Uh, Too much uh, screen time. Uh, yes, although he was not a latchkey kid. It was not like he was just allowed to use a computer at will, but those devices, as I'm sure you're a smart enough parent to know, are intentionally addictive and boy, they work. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, look, there's a guy in the room right now with you. I don't know his name. <laughs> That's Elliot. Yeah. El- Elliot, who's staring at a screen the entire time. <laughs> is he in charge of the, what is it? What is it? Uh, some sort of a feed? Uh, yes, he's, he's editing on the fly. He's live editing. Oh, he's live editing. Yes. Not live live. But I'm well, li- not what, live, do you mean, live. what do you mean not live well, live? Well, live not, to tape. We aren't going live to tape. We aren't going out into the live. But you're world. not recording and then you're going to edit later. Correct. You're live, you're editing. He's live editing for a recorded show. Yeah. Correct. Live I to tape. I see what you said. Live to tape. Yes. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, Elliot, how's your yeah. crowd work? <laughs> do you I, do I, crowd work, I can Elliot? answer that. Horrible. Oh, is it? Unlikable. Oh, wow. It may be the only stand-up skill I have in any amount. You're out of your skull. It's a tiny amount. <laughs> You're out of your skull. You're amount. the least likable guy no. in the room. Yeah, oh, the my thing, gosh. There's no way people are going to talk to you from a stage. 
I'm just saying, in the times that I have tried stand-up. Oh, and you it, have? And I have. Really? Is Why? It was it me? on a bet? Was it a dare? Was it? Or I was dared it myself. A, or was it a dream? Was it was it, real. No, it happened. But it, no, I mean, when I say was it a dream, was it something that you'd always wanted? Like since you were no, a child, you no, dreamt of. No, I think of, that's why I, I don't still do it. Yeah. So it's, now as, what you do is a live editing to tape. Yes, it's. Much no, I notice less. you keep touching something over there. What is that you're touching? <laughs> what are you a grandmother? What are you doing? Gosh, you better, you better quickly clarify what this is. <laughs> this you, is this is my keyboard. No, but this I, thing over here. This thing over here. Oh, this. Yeah. It was it's your I, camera. Oh, you were touching my camera. Oh, yeah. thank goodness. Um, <laughs> It is, it is rather. It's That's a, a camera. Yeah. Wow. This is. I gotta say, like I have a podcast. It's called Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, <laughs> and we do it. Um, I, uh, I live in Santa Monica, um, but we uh, we tape our, our podcast on Tuesday nights in North Hollywood, and so it's like a god awful schlep for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to, to it's very hard to get North Hollywood, but um, we do it in this scuzzy little. Uh, the studio's not scuzzy, but the neighborhood, like, and 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 the like. I just came from using your. Uh, restroom facility and there was a lovely silver toilet paper holder that had like a stack of toilet paper rolls I bring in the knapsack that I bring to my podcast I bring a roll of toilet paper oh. in it in case they don't have any you guys are like four or five rolls I took three I put them in this bag here um, it's so fancy here is my yes, point we, we don't have this seriously. yeah no I take trust me I take nobody listens to Paul Poundstone very seriously <laughs> but how did you I mean did somebody put up money for this was there like a the saudi listeners. arabian just the listeners we're not in with the saudis mm -hmm. don't bring, don't don't tie us in with the saudis uh, uh you sure yes i'm 100 sure do you we're have not. deals in russia <laughs> I, do i have deals there no i don't have any deals there it wasn't my administration <laughs> it wasn't my campaign did you hear his response that's to, uh, to the, somebody asked him about the the the, the um did you hear this the hacking that's going on right, right now. Listen, now. To this. Uh, this listen to this minute in the uh, uh, dis disrupting the election that we're just about to have that is a critical election and trump as the leader of our country took charge by saying it's not from my campaign I, we, we didn't do it. Every time there's hacking, people come to us. It's not from my campaign. Because you're the president, you dumbass. Right. Thank you for solving that problem. President of the United States of America. That's like a little kid going up to his teacher because, like, another kid behind him is, like, poking him with a pencil. Because, well, this is the old days. Uh, and, uh, and the teacher going, well... I didn't do it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that's a comfort. Yeah, that wasn't me bugging you with the pencil. No, Every time there's a problem in the class, some kid comes up to me like it's my fault. I didn't do any poking. Go ahead, check my desk. There's not a pencil in there. All right, Paula Poundstone is our guest. We're going to bring you over to the big table. I'm not even... I'm, so wait, I'm a pre-guest right now. Is that correct? You, Although there's a camera on me... Uh, uh, what was this? Elliot. Elliot. Elliot just touched it again. Yeah. Yeah. Elliot. Um, Quickly clarify this. Did you <laughs> take a lot? Did you take a rasher show. when you were growing up for um, uh, having uh, ETs? The kid in uh, ET. Absolutely. 100%. Oh yeah. So people would come yeah. up to you and go like, Ouch. Oh yeah. Oh, that's awful. That's rough. It was pretty rough. Yeah, sure. And also, by the way, um, the dragon in Pete's Dragon. Yeah, most was people don't know that, but Elliot. that's true. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it's a little something I I happen to know, <laughs> yeah. so I use it in my crowd work. <laughs> There's uh, also thirty something. No, I never saw thirty something. But the but the uh, the sort of weaselly redhead guy is, uh, is named Elliot. Timothy Busfield. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. I've only seen like three television shows that were made. After Mash, what okay. are the three? Uh, the Mentalists. 
Maybe four. Maybe four. <laughs> the Mentalist. Why, would um, you, why is that the one that you chose? My daughter liked it. She loves it. Okay. And so she got me watching it, and uh-huh. I did enjoy it. He's a very handsome and charming man. Oh, my God. He's mm-hmm. handsome. Yeah. I almost hit him with my car charming. once. Did you? On the Warner Brother lot. I forget who was uh, in my car. How did you find him? I, uh, <laughs> he was walking up, and I went, I, 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 I went, so I slammed my brakes. I go, you better move, the mentalist. I, I don't know wow. his name. So, so you almost hit someone with your car, and yet you laid the responsibility for that on the pedestrian. He was looking down at his script, not paying attention. So huh. I'm putting this fully You were on driving the on a lot? Yeah, yeah, show business. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to find that in the show business, a lot of people are walking around the lots reading scripts. And as a driver, mm-hmm. it's your job to drive carefully, or you're going to you're going to kill a very handsome actor. Uh, what would have happened, Jimmy? I just want you to think this through. This is important because you have a. What would happen? My dream would be that they would replace me, uh, replace him with me. They don't do that. The guy who the kills, guy who kills the doesn't star, get the role. No, very, Jesus very. Christ. Yeah, yeah. Good thing I didn't kill him then. Yeah, yeah. Check out Hogan's Heroes. Right. Wait. Uh, yeah. Robert Crane was killed. Yes. Did that, they continue? No, with, they stopped that program. Right. Exactly. Imagine pitching that show. By the way. You couldn't. You, you, you uh, today you couldn't. No, you couldn't. I don't know how they did it then. It wasn't that many years after World War II. I mean, it was after World War II, but it was, it was 20 years. Right. Right. Twenty, Maybe maybe 25. And somebody goes to a network guy and says, I have this great idea. It's a comedy, but it's set in a prison camp, a German prison camp. I'm listening. And they, yeah, that could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that could have lots of. So at that time, there were many survivors still alive. There were, you know, there were right. guys that there were families that were broken because the, you know, they were died in the, you know, their torture. Right. And but you know what could be fun <laughs> is uh, we could do a show where um, they they uh, they have a tunnel, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that could be the healing process. <laughs> Because they did, they had that tunnel. Remember, they, they pushed on the, oh, yes. yeah, a lot of, I don't know how many younger listeners, do you know your demographics, Jimmy? Do you know them like right off your this head? This is going to be shocking. Usually uh, between 12 and 14, that's, uh, we got very young, mostly children. No, oh. I would say probably, try, I would say 25 to 60. Uh-huh, 25. Would you that's, agree with that? Yeah. I, Some I mean, are younger than 25. Okay, who's this guy? Who's this guy? Oh, that's Max. I'm Matt. That's right. my I, co-host I'm, and producer. Uh, I see. Uh-huh. And where did you find Max. Oh, Matt, two T's. Matt, oh, jeez. Oh, no. Oh, Lord, do I get another point somewhere? No, you get zero points. Matt. Why would you get points? Well, Johnny, I want to thank you for having no, me. No, you got my name wrong, too, Paula. Just kidding. Um, all right, Playing so, along. Matt, yeah. uh, where did you find Matt? Matt, where did he find you? I, I was a fan of Jimmy's years. We started the show almost 13 years ago. and uh, This show's been on for 13 years? Yes. Oh, We've been trying to get God. you for 13 years, by the way. It's, Thanks for no, finally you showing haven't. up. You want to bet $1,000? No, I will bet $1,000. Now I feel like I'm talking to my son. Everything was, you want to bet? You want to bet? No. I have no idea where that came from. I'm not a gambler. We didn't have like card nights at our house. I don't know where the betting... Th- he always sounded like he was raised in the, you know, in the back room of the, uh, you know, of the uh, Flamingo or something. <laughs> Where did the betting come from? Well, I'm sure he talks to people outside of the house. Well, he did. He did talk to people outside. Apparently, they were all gamblers. He talked to Kenny Rogers, mostly. Kenny Rogers, Jack Klugman. He was yeah. talking to Gabe Kaplan. He was talking all the... <laughs> okay, now, you, right now, we just lost every one of your 12 to 14-year-old listeners. Oh, Sometimes when I'm, doing, when, when I'm doing my show uh, on stage, that show, 
um, you know, the one where I do the crowd work uh, <laughs> that I'm so well known for. Uh, sometimes it'll be, I'll, I'll notice, like a, a young person in the audience, and I've made like a flying nun reference. Right. And, and, I, and I, trouble, I take the trouble to go back and ask the person, the young person, I'll say, do you know what that is? And they say, no. When you, I'll, I'll tell you, my generation, and I'm 58, and I, I, I always tell people I shop at Forever 58, um, <laughs> my generation has made so many mistakes. I mean, we historically, we will have a lot to answer for. We are not going to look good in the books. Confirmed. Um, uh, but uh, explaining the flying nun to a young person, <laughs> you feel like such an asshole. <laughs> it's just one, you know, I said, well, okay. It was, you know, Sally Fields, and they stare at me blankly. I go, okay. She was the mother in Lincoln. She was the mother in Forrest Gump. I, I, I don't, you know, right, but, Norma Ray, of course, but that's going back too far. It's not going to help them. So, uh, also, okay. Smokey so, the Bandit. Yeah, that's way, I mean, I never even saw those. You never saw Smokey the Bandit? She's wonderful no. in that. Okay. Jackie Gleason's terrific in that. All right. I, I feel that... Burt not... Reynolds is Burt Reynolds. Okay. Why... This is... Why would anyone try to talk you into seeing Smokey and the Bandit? Because <laughs> there's a lot of laughs. Of all the things to go to the mat on. <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit. So far. It came the, up. So far, the things that have really put like a spark under Jimmy. Is the camera on him right now? Sure. It's always on me. I'm the star of the show. I let, no, but you co-star with Matt, right? He's your co-host. Oh, you just gave him that name when he asked for a raise. <laughs> now you're in the business. Title only. Yeah, yeah. Coco. He was Coco last year. Coco host. Um, yeah, the, the two things that I've really, and the people that are viewing this taped, this live edited <laughs> taped program, which airs where? On our website. On, on the World Wide Web. Oh, web. On, the, on the website, sure. Those people will notice, they will know what I'm talking about, which is two times today, Jimmy has really like had like a spark underneath him. <laughs> um, the first one was over the young comics that aren't having jokes and just go right for the crowd yeah. work. And then the second time was over the idea that I had not seen Smokey <laughs> and the Bandit. You should know it was the third. Uh, there was also unnecessary rage with Joe Pesci earlier. <laughs> yeah, you, you missed that. Uh, really? What Pe Pesci got my wrath. Really? What were you talking about, Joe Pesci? Didn't for? like him as an inter uh, as a, uh, interview uh, You had him here? No! No, 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 no. Oh. Uh, like in the old days when he would show up with a cigar on Carson or whatever, he just drove me crazy. Or Jay oh. Leno. I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't remember that. It would, uh, I didn't care for him as a guest. Yeah. I just saw Casino. I was in a hotel the other day and flipping. You know, I don't know how much you travel anymore, but I, because you got this. You got all this. Did they, Did you catch that on the camera, my sweeping gesture? <laughs> it's big. This is fancy. But I'm also not doing theaters when I go out of the house, so I'm not uh, I'm, 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 I'm not bringing down the pound love money. I'm, well, <laughs> big, big money, the pound love money. Uh, I don't even have a savings account. It just hasn't seemed necessary yet. Uh, <laughs> it's very hand-to-mouth, my work. Um, all right, there's a point to this. Oh, so I'm in a hotel the other day, yep. just you know, desperate for connection with the world. So I'm flipping through the television, of course, and uh, you know I don't I don't watch TV at home, and we don't get cable at home, and so the the clicker with all the stations is just an amazing thing You'll to love me. It. Well, not really. Uh, you know, when I was growing up, there were three stations, and you know one of them had the Flying Nun, uh, <laughs> which was uh, so I'm flipping, looking. And, you know, it's just, it's amazing to me that there can be a hundred stations and goddamn nothing 
to watch. Mm-hmm. But so flipping, 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 flipping. And I come across um, Casino, which had just started. I've never seen it it's in its entirety. And if you haven't seen it, I can tell you that um, it's uh, uh, De Niro, Joe Pesci, and Sharon Stone. And when you hear that the name is Casino, and it was done by Martin Scorsese, then you've pretty much, you don't even need to see it. You get it. <laughs> right? You got yep. the whole thing. So I'm watching this show. Now, I, I am a person who believes that there's no such thing as an offensive word you know i I don't care about cursing at all means nothing to me it doesn't it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. it's stupid who cares um but this happened to have been i guess on network television to say they altered Mm -hmm. they what are they called dubbed so there's a scene where de niro drags sharon stone from you know he's a big casino runner or owner now and and uh he's this big you know rich mobster and he drags sharon stone across the floor of their house and she stands up i, I forget his character name but say it was jack she stands up and goes freak you jack freak you <laughs> like, really it just looks so silly. It is silly. And what it does is, it makes... Is it all right to curse on this show? Absolutely. All right. It makes you think of the word fuck at least four times more. Yeah. Because <laughs> you go, freak you. Oh, I think that was originally fuck. Don't you think it was fuck? Yeah, I think it was fuck. <laughs> you, you just go over it more. Yeah. It brings more attention to it than if you just said it. Everybody knows what he said. Mm. And then they th- and then they kill Joe Pesci. They don't Wait, take, what? They oh, don't take one... See, Jimmy, you'd love this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, they kill him. You hate him. What? Get to see him. Oh, did I wreck it for you? No. Uh, they, they kill him with a baseball bat. So They hit him with a baseball bat so I know, many right? times Jesus more than you'd have to hit someone with a baseball bat if it was your, your great idea to do. Uh, <laughs> so many more times than it would take to kill someone. My, my point being yeah. that, you know, we know for sure that watching violence on television has done harm to our society. We know that. They've quantified that. They've measured that. They've studied that. I don't know that there's any indication that cursing hurts at all. But they went to the trouble of changing fuck to freak, and they I think they added in baseball batting. <laughs> they added more they, 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 for they, television. They to cover, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, hey, wait a minute. I saw it in the theater. They, they hit him less times than that. Uh, I don't know what made me think about that, other than you were talking about Joe Pesci. Uh, you should also know this. Before we go to a break. Uh, you have breaks? Do you take breaks We're, we're going to. Really? To bring you over here. Yeah. Oh, boy. I can't wait. Uh, also, the second time Hogan's Heroes has come up on this very yeah. episode. Is that true? You guys were talking about Hogan's Heroes before he came in the room? Yep. Mm -hmm. Came up. Yes, I'm old too. I just met the actor who played LeBeau the other night. It was very You met little LeBeau? I did. Where'd you meet him? Uh, At a dance, uh, a fundraiser for a dance organization. Uh, and he was charming and nice. And was he was he there as LeBeau? Like was like and we also got LeBeau from Hogan's Heroes. No, no, he was just an attendee as far as I knew. Okay, he was um, what? I'm sorry? An oh, attendee. an attendee. Yeah. I thought you said he wasn't an honoree. <laughs> they weren't presenting him a, you know, for, his, for his hoofing <laughs> in Hogan's Heroes. Apparently, you must have been thinking you missed that episode. Um, I, I, I brought it up because I'm watching a lot of it lately. Over on It's you're, on MeTV. You're watching? Hogan's Heroes. See, I wouldn't need to watch it. I mean, it's I fun. got... What? It's fun to watch. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it already. Odd reaction. I've seen, well, I've seen him too, but it's fun to go back. I'm watching Bernie Miller again too. Oh, but that was genius. That was a brilliant, brilliant show. Yes, it was. It holds oh. up too. Yeah. Hogan's I'll bet you it does. I don't think it got the credit it was due at the 100% time. 100% agree with you. Yeah, yeah. That's so exciting when that happens. All right, Paula Poundstone is here. Uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. <laughs> Well, Matt Belknap, you know that I put on my Everlane blue T-shirt. Uh, I'm not wearing it today, but I have worn it in the past on this show, and I get nothing but accolades. Well, it looks great, and it looks great on you. Those are the things you want out of a shirt. 
You also, and I bring it up every time we talk about Everlane, you, uh, you fresh out of the bag, you wore that polo shirt and yes. got nothing but rave reviews. We decided it was a wine color, maybe a sort of a deep uh, red uh, maroon wine cranberry gorgeous i just wore it uh, a few days ago not here but did uh, people uh, compliment you on it maybe i'll bring that uh on the on the road we're going to, to boston and dc and uh we're Virginia going to Beach the east week. coast i hope you're going to be warm enough in that that's a good point i probably should have a long sleeve maybe i'll wear a long sleeve under it Look by like the way a, good news yeah. uh the one night that there's not a uh world series game is the night we're in boston yeah Bummer. No, 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 I disagree. Oh, for our show, it's good. But yeah, we're not competing. The one night we Wait, don't. Is that true? I thought it was Tuesday, Wednesday, and then off Thursday. Oh, no. We're, yeah, our yeah, show's Thursday. Yeah, we're there Thursday. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's right. what I'm trying to say. The one night yes. that we're not going to have to compete with the yes. World Series, we got very lucky. On the other hand, we don't get to sneak into a World Series game. <laughs> On the other hand, that never would have happened anyway. That's true. Everlane is what we're talking about, though. It only makes premium essentials using the finest materials without traditional markups. Everlane! They tell you the real cost because they want you to know what you're paying for and why. Everlane is in my ears and in my eyes. Keep going, but uh, softer, please. Boom. They are radically transparent about everything from their materials to the ethical factories they work with. And since Everlane sells directly to you, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. Everlane is on my back. Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, and last longer. <laughs> Essentials like their Cotton Crew t-shirt. And uh, again, I love my t-shirt. I have a, a, a I've also got a, uh, boy, I guess a uh, seafoam green dress shirt that looks beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and they are, and, and Matt's got the, uh, what, what you also got the, in addition to the polo shirt, you got a t-shirt. Got a nice uh, pocket tee, which I love. It's this nice soft, what do they call it? We talked about this before. It's like slub, the slub cotton. Yeah, the slub. It's kind of like a intentionally uneven weave but it's very soft and and uh, just feels great on me and and a really nice pair of jeans that i love you love them yeah they're like they they have some stretch to them but they uh still look and feel like real denim like there's some there's a little bit of uh grit and roughness to them which i like let me tell you something about everlane Everlane. Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, cost less, and last longer. Essentials like their Cotton Crew T-shirt, as I mentioned. Now for women, Danielle's got, I believe, uh, the Cashmere Crew. Oh, Elise has been wearing the heck out of a dress shirt that she got from them too. A white shirt that's uh, See? great. A white cool cat with the trilby hat. Maybe leather and stuff. Everlane is in my the one hundred percent human box tee. Uh, no frills, just quality. They got a lot of good stuff over there at Everlane. Right now, you're also going to get free shipping on your first order if you go to everlane.com/pardo. That is everlane.com/pardo. E V E R L A N E dot com/pardo. Everlane.com/pardo. Everlane. A better way to dress. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program. Episode 2311 is what I was told. Uh, yes, uh, that was confirmed uh, prior to uh, uh, me talking about it right now. I'm, I just went to use the restroom. Still in a little bit of pain walking from... Uh, oh, no. I had a little accident yesterday, Paul. No. Yeah, I tripped. And uh, it propelled me into a wall and uh, a little rug burn. Oh, my. Where were you? I was at the Arclight Movie Theater in Culver City, California. Oh, boy. It's coming out of there, Hyde. Did you trip right there where that rug comes up a little bit? Right where the... Yeah, where there's a rug where the rug's a little frayed. Yeah, exactly. So it sounds like you know where I'm talking about. Oh, my God. I tripped there. I said to them yeah. at the time, I said, somebody's going to get hurt here, and it right. might be Jimmy Pardo. Well, Jesus Christ, you were that prescient. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, what are the odds of that? Come on. And then, well, I went and down. then you... Whoa. So you're saying... Now, I've already said that it was user error, and I can't sue them, but it sounds like... I should uh, have yeah. that edited no, out. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. No, but I'll tell you something. The next guy, 
it's going to hit a nice payday. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. So what were you seeing? I was seeing a movie called None of Your Business. You familiar with that one, Paul? <laughs> No, <laughs> there was a business. There was a movie called something like that just recently, wasn't was there? Was there? Yeah, there was. Was it like a little oh, independent yes. film or something yes, like that? Yes, yes, yeah. over the summer. What was it called? Really? I wanted yeah. to see it. I just want, I want the listener. Sorry to bother you. Oh yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. of. It wasn't none of your business. My mistake. But for the for the listener that's just listening and isn't watching whatever Elliot does over there with the cameras, um, I want you to know that when we wanted to know the name of a film. Both Jimmy and I, our heads turned simultaneously <laughs> towards Matt, who Why? apparently, I mean, I'm not familiar with the, uh, is Matt kind of the answer man on the show? Is he the guy who knows a lot of stuff? No, no. no. It's actually more him. It's the guy oh, with a laptop. But we both chose to look at him. <laughs> yeah, I we did. We both right away turned huh. like he was, you know, he would know. Like he was. He this was, is like, kind of a power position over here. Like yeah, everybody. maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. One wonders why I'm not sitting in there. Yeah. <laughs> one does. My name's on the program. Yeah. yeah. One does I, wonder. I saw Free Solo is what I saw, which is. A gentleman who climbs up the uh, El Capitan oh, sure. in uh, Yosemite. Yeah. And uh, he climbed that with no uh, problem at all. I tripped walking out of the theater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's a cautionary tale. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you, am I correct that you were not on belay at the time? I, I was what? Now, that, I don't know that phrase. On, on belay? Let's turn to Matt. Okay, well, that's when, when, you're, when you do use ropes. This gentleman didn't use ropes to climb El Capitan. But if you are using ropes, that's when you hook the, the carabiner to the, the next little thing that goes in the rock with the rope on it so that if you do fall, then it catches you. I'm a fan of the word carabiner. That's all I heard in that sentence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm not familiar with this creme brulee that you guys just talked about. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Uh, no, when you're on belay, it's, uh, yeah, some, uh, you know. You, Do you, you climb? I have. You have climbed. Yeah, I have. Not not that thing that I did. Yeah, not a lot. Um, but uh, yeah, in high school, actually, they had like a lot of rocks and I took a class called Rocks and Ropes. Uh, <laughs> and uh, there was a lot of that. And you would go out of the school and you would climb on ro uh, at rocks using ropes. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great thing. I got to say, it was a great thing. I'm sure they don't do it anymore because of insurance, insurance and, and money. But it was great. You loved it. Yeah, I did. I just, I, 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 I went to my 40th. Uh, reunion. It was so much fun. It, you're, you're not kidding. You no. enjoyed it. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Here's the thing. You know, the, the, we had the first one we had was a 13. We had a 13-year reunion. Uh, and uh, it, it was okay. It was during a little five-year window where I didn't drink. And, uh, and I, I enjoyed it. It, it, it was okay, but I, it was very anxiety-provoking. Mm -hmm. I, I can still remember standing in a hotel room looking at the clothes that I was going to wear as if I was choosing them from the closet when really I only had one set to <laughs> choose from. But I remember feeling very, like it, like it mattered what I wore when I went down to this 13-year reunion. A, 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 and then the next one was the 20th reunion, and I went to that as well. Um, the problem is that that was during a, a period where, in fact, I did drink, and I... So humiliated myself. You really did. I behaved so badly. What does that mean? What, when, when Paula Poundstone says she behaved badly, what does that mean? You just were I was an just, asshole I, to people, yeah, do you think? I, I was just a really sloppy drunk. Okay. It was very humiliating. I, 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 and it was so awful that um, when they had the 30th, uh, I, I, my schedule didn't allow me to go, but I might not have gone anyways because 10 years wasn't long enough to <laughs> live race. down the horse. Although by the time they had the 30th, I no longer drank. And certainly by the time they had the 40th, I no longer drank as well. Um, and, and so, but the great thing about the 40th is 
you don't, I, I, I made note of it while I was getting ready, which is that I didn't care how I dressed. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody, there's a lot of people who are no longer drinkers that were there. Like people have sort of settled in to, uh, to a less anxious way of being in their social lives. And, uh, and it just felt like I was, I was with my tribe a little bit, you know, the people that I grew up with. I talked to a girl whose mother was one of the kindergarten teachers in my kindergarten, and she was in my kindergarten. And I don't think I had talked to her, although I'd seen her. Mm-hmm. I don't think I had actually talked to her since kindergarten. And she was lovely. Uh, so there was a point to all this. I'll be damned if I remember what it was. At my foot. Oh, the Russians were. Oh, okay. So I'm sitting with a group of girls that I I knew them, but I didn't. I wasn't friends with them in high school. They were like, you know. But they all know you. You're the great Paula Poundstone is coming. Is Paula going to show up? Paula's here. Oh, no, I don't think anybody talks about it like that, especially. After, After the, the 20th. 20th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And now it's like, she's coming? Yeah, exactly. People are over being fascinated by... by um, but, uh, so, uh, I'm talking to a bunch of girls that I knew growing up, uh, but was not friends with, and they just had such a different life. Like I said to them, I said, oh, remember the, you know, the, the ropes course down the, uh, you know, down, down, you know, down in the woods from the school, and they were like, ropes course? And then they were like, no, were, is it near the trees where we used to get high? Like, <laughs> get high? Like, we had such different ah. experiences. Experiences like I was not. I was not one of the get high kids. Um, like when I heard about Kavanaugh's yearbook, I was just oh my god! I went to a different school. No, I, that all happened in my high school too. But I didn't go to any like when I heard about that after high school. I was like, what the fuck was going on? Yeah, I, I yeah, didn't know about any of that. But they all of that was happening in my high school too. Well, yeah, I think it probably wasn't. You know, I after. Okay, so I was online one day, and I saw somebody on Twitter who said that the Devil's Triangle was not a drinking game. And I was like, really? <laughs> and it turns out it's like a three-way sex reference. Yeah. And uh, so I happened to have a business meeting with some younger men that day, and I go sit down at this meeting, and, as, and I'm telling them this as if I'm revealing something to them that they didn't know. I said, did you, you know, the the Devil's Triangle was a sex reference. It wasn't a, it wasn't a drinking game. And they started to laugh. They go, yeah. We knew that. Mm-hmm. And and then they said, do you know what the FFF thing was? And I'm like, no. Wait, hang on. A friend, wait, friend, fuck, forget. Is that correct? Uh, they told me. I think it was four Fs. Now, Kavanaugh finger, said right? it was a, yeah, Kavanaugh said it was a friend of his who was uh, stuttered when he said the word fuck. That is what he said, right? He's going, fuck. No, it's find them, finger them, fuck them, and forget them. That's what it is. And there might be a fifth, according to some circles, feed them. Oh, I don't know that yeah, that's one. A, right? Is that not the? Uh, that's the more. That's the kinder. That's group. the kinder one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah I, I didn't know. I, I, and when I was in high school, like the closest thing to a code that I had, because I wasn't ever part of any in group. The closest thing to any kind of a cryptic code I had was sometimes um, instead of saying hello, I would say hi. <laughs> oh, geez. Very interesting. What does yeah, that mean? Yeah, That's yeah. Better. Was I able to break that down for <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah. Matt, you saw right through that, right? Or no? Yeah. It's a little, a little. Oh, it's over another my way head. of greeting. It's just, yeah. it's just wow. another exactly. way of greeting. So it's shorter. What does it stand for? It says, well, it's, it's hello, but for some reason you hello, do. idiot. The, Is that what it stands for? Oh, no, no. It's not like that. It's no, like it's not. It's not the. It's not the first letter of each. Oh, okay. Each word. Boy, the Russians would never catch on to that. Do you think Putin listens to your podcast? Oh yeah, loves it. 
Yeah. I think there's a lot of references to speeches directly from the show. I'm always sure when I'm on Twitter that I'm talking right to him. You know how you try to sort of picture the audience that you're speaking to, mm-hmm. so, you're, so you know, so that you're you're on the same page. I always think it's 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 me and Vlad, me and Vlad, me and Vlad. Yeah, I don't think it is, but I I, I yeah. Like that you, you see that where picture for yourself. You see where I come up with that. Uh, you know, one time this is you since you brought it up. One time I was in a hotel room watching MSNBC. And I tweeted oh, out. I do that. Hang on. It's not healthy. Stop talking. <laughs> One time, I uh, tweeted out about the, uh, there's the, the scrubber where you, you plug it in or, and then you scrub your shower and it makes yeah. it. Oh, oh I wait. want that. I've seen Hang that. on, Paula. Wait for this. So I tweet that out that I can't, I, I need I to buy that. this, but I know it sucks. I really want that. And seconds later, some guy goes, apparently it's comics day to be watching MSNBC. And oh, he because other people, oh my god. You gosh. and me, he screenshot. These were these were the most two recent <laughs> tweets. Wow. Paula Pounced on in her hotel room going, I got to get this magic scrubber. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's weird. And, and then the guy goes, were you guys both watching MSNBC? Because I was. And we both went, yes. So like all three <laughs> oh, of us, this devil's is, triangle, if I may. That oh, is no. so funny. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. You know what? I, did you buy you didn't buy it i didn't buy it but i love it when i love see it, it i just love it i you know i have ocd and 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 by the way uh for those who are just listening and aren't watching elliot's uh uh uh, uh live editing of the taping of this that goes on the internet um this uh studio is so clean like um the the desk that we're sitting at or the table that we're sitting at is like a it's a white it's a very light colored wood maybe a birch uh maybe a birch um but it's not got like a heavy sheen on it it's just very it's kind of it's 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 sanded and smooth but very natural looking and i took out a soda and i cracked it open and jimmy leaped from his chair i think the fourth <laughs> burst you, of are you dennis energy. wilson what did you just well, happen you, you Leaped from Wolfberg, your chair. Wolfberg, damn it, I said the name. Uh, uh, and quickly shoved a, uh, what'd you call it? A coaster. A why coaster. Are you, why are you fascinated by that word? It's a coaster. It's a, this coaster has a picture, by the way, of, of Meg. No, that's uh, Rachel Quint. Yeah, uh, who is it? A comedic actress here in town, Rachel. Uh, who made those as a joke, but she looks like a young Meg Ryan in that particular uh, photograph. I don't think she looks like a young Meg Ryan. Oh. but she, So it's a picture of her, and she put Meg Ryan on it? No, I, I So there's that. a young actress, a young comic? No, I, I, Rachel is probably in her 40s now. I don't think I'm yeah, that's, speaking out of that's, school. That's pictures from 25 years ago. Oh, I see. It was see. her first headshot. Oh, I see. So, so is that a, a thing joke. now that the young performers no, do no, is they nobody, put a picture? Nobody's doing that. Uh, no, it seems like a thing. It's not a thing. It's going to take off. She actually... I'm telling you it's not a thing. <laughs> I'm telling you it's going to take off. Also, I'm trying to think of whose picture I could use. You, you would use your own. Oh, so she, oh, whose name that I would put on it. Yeah, so like, look at your headshot uh, yeah. from yeah. like when you first started, your very first headshot. Yeah. Who, what celebrity did you look like? That would be the premise here. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Right, you had your short little perm back then? No, I never had a perm. Well, you had like a little crazy curly. That's my hair. <laughs> no, you know what I do is a lot of times uh, when I'm going to do like a television show, um, I, uh, I spend the big bucks and have it blown straight. So it's the opposite. I don't permit to make it look curly. But in the, in the old days, you had a shorter. Didn't you have a shorter haircut? When you have shorter hair, it curls up more. I see. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, not if you're mo, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. If if I cut it shorter, it, it's it's even curlier. I think the weight of it sort of weighs it down when it's uh, right now. By the way, for those of you who are listening but not watching, I'm wearing a uh, I'm wearing a, a hat as is my 
you know, because I didn't, I'm, you know, I, I split the difference of, uh, you know, just rolling out of bed and what I was wearing. Right. And, you know, and. You, you didn't know. want to put one of the wide ties on? You decided no, just to come I, like this? I, I considered going with the tie, but I got some instructions from the show. I don't know who comes up with them, but they're very severe. Uh, <laughs> it's not severe well, at all. Now very that you've severe. met us all, who do you think came up with that? Oh, my God. I, I think Jimmy. Did yeah, he? it was yeah. Jimmy. Yeah. 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 I yeah. got them from him. Yeah. What? Uh, maybe well. it was the wording that was severe. It was like, you know, you said, well, you can dress for radio, but no detailed patterns. Oh, that was Elliot. I'm that's sorry. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. I, I don't okay, care yeah. what you wear. Yeah. He just doesn't want and you don't more bring your, And don't bring your pets. That's you, me. Oh, yeah. That's Have you me. had people I'm definitely before? allergic. Oh, I see. Yeah, people... Well, you didn't want to say that? You know, just put that out? So there's a little empathy for people that can't put <laughs> just fluffy leave, down? Just leave your pet at home, you weirdo. You don't <laughs> yeah. need to be traveling yeah. see, with your dog boy, or cat. So my guess is he wrote the rules and then someone else edited them because he was saying <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> you, I, you know, that's why Zsa, Zsa Gabor would never do this show when she was alive. Yeah. And we miss her. To this day, we miss her. Yeah. What does she do? <laughs> that's another Robert Klein. Zsa, Zsa Gabor and Ruth Buzzy. Yeah. Robert Klein's always, what does she do? <laughs> and I, it, makes, it makes me laugh. He, he picks the perfect people like, why do Not we? Ruth Buzzy. Yeah, Ruth Buzzy. He did I, at the Improv maybe two, three years ago. I don't know. I don't know. We're in the middle of this set for no reason. He goes. It's like Ruth Buzzy. What does she do? And he went off on this Ruth Buzzy rant. Oh, that is so weird. That is. She was uh, a very funny comic. Yes, yeah. I know that. You know yeah. that. But Klein refuses to acknowledge her. Oh, uh, yeah. You know what? He and Ruth never got along. Okay. Well, I love Robert Klein, but he's not in charge of who's a comic and who's not. I don't know who has that list. I thought. I thought it was Klein. It's not Klein. Yeah. No, it's not Klein. Hmm. No, he puts it out there as if it's him, right. but it. But it's not. Um, it probably goes. It's there's. It's probably like the. Uh, what is it? The what is the group that says whether uh, you can? Who are the? What's the group that puts the ratings on the movies? Oh, the MPAA. See? Did you see how I turned? <laughs> I turned well, because he started Matt. speaking. Yeah, it. well, that's part of it. But go ahead. You start speaking right now. Go ahead. No, what? I'm not going to fall for this. <laughs> I'm not going to fall. See? I'm not an idiot. Uh, for those of you who are not <laughs> watching on Elliot's uh, live edited tape. When Jimmy spoke just then, I did not turn my head towards him, showing that I have some kind of self-discipline. Is that a recorder? It is, yes. Oh I have a my, recorder. Why, why do you have a recorder? I, do you sometimes do the theme song for Room 222 <laughs> on this program? Oh. We have finally found the perfect wow. guest on the show. Yeah. Uh, how often does that come up on the show? Yeah, way too often, given that I still don't know what it is. I don't know that song, but I... All right, I'm gonna have to learn it. Yeah. Oh right. boy, it was the it was it really put the recorder on the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, prior to that, it was the instrument that you got before you chose your instrument in the right. fourth grade. Like yeah. in the third grade, everyone yeah. had to shove a recorder in their desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that then and then and then and by the way, I'm talking about an instrument. I'm not saying that we all spied on one another. That would be this year. Um, <laughs> but uh, that, uh, but in the yeah, when I was growing up, every Everybody played the recorder in the third grade, but then it was discarded. It was just for me. It was it was a introductory instrument because it's simple. Uh, Exactly, and it was discarded, Mm. and you chose like a real instrument. But then along came Room Two Twenty Two, and they mined uh, the 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 uh, the uh, importance of the. It's got uh, a nice sound to it. Yeah, it's got a wonderful sound. Does does Matt like? Is that part of what? How we got this job? Yes. <laughs> Did you hear that Van Jones asked Kushner? Yeah. How he got his job? He did not. Yeah. Van Jones did not ask him that. He did. 
Yeah, he said, oh, was, I, I'm paraphrasing now. It's something to the effect. Oh, you have such a, how'd you get that job? It's such a cool job. <laughs> Did, has he been? Okay, for those of you that are not watching, I just, uh, that, are, uh, that are just listening, I want you to know that I'm raising my hand right now as if I'm in front of Van Jones. Oh, oh, I think I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> are you horse shacking it? Yeah. What? Uh... Did you, you know, I had to, at one point, take a uh, Horshack test, which... Uh, <laughs> What's that was, like, Paula? Yeah, uh, I did. Uh, which is where um, they show you cards with... Um, sort of inkblot images, mm-hmm. and uh, and you raise your hand and go, oh, oh, oh! I think <laughs> you know, I know what that's that is. Test? That's yeah. the Horshack yeah. test. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. from that's from Welcome Back, Carter. Uh, right now, the poor twelve and fourteen year olds. Mm-hmm. That Trust me, if they listen to the show, the, they get these references. No, in the past, they felt so alone because yeah. you don't explain the references the way I do. It's a show, you guys. It's a television show that we grew up watching before when before we went outside. And then we went outside. We did. We, go did. Outside. we went outside. Absolutely. We climbed trees. Yeah, you were rocks and rocks and rocks. I, yeah, but I mean, there's, we climbed trees just as little kids. We yes. climbed trees. I, 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 until just a couple of years ago, I still had a scar on my stomach. What happened to the scar? Did uh, it finally it, go away? It did finally go away just a few years ago. Wow. Well, I fell out of a tree when I was a kid, and a branch caught me on the way down. I went, uh, uh, and, and I wasn't mortally injured, um, but the scar stayed with me. I was kind of proud of that scar. Well, you still climbed trees, didn't you? you? I did. You didn't yeah. stop. You know what we did? We climbed trees and read books. We climbed up trees with a book. Yeah. And we sat in the branches of the tree and read. And that was a thing in our neighborhood. Somebody said, what do you want to do together? Well, you know, we might climb trees and read. That was a thing. That was mm-hmm. one of the things. We might play kickball. We might play kick the can. Uh, you know, we might go down to you the swamp. You did in the 40s, Paula. <laughs> no, I did these things. I did the all these things. No, this is what we did. Uh, and now you ask a kid, have, have you ever climbed a tree and read? They look at you. Helen Keller used to climb a tree and read. How about that? And Ann Sullivan is arguably one of the greatest teachers of all time, and she's the one who taught Helen Keller to cl- climb up a tree and, uh, and, and read. This, this, Why are you yelling po- at me about my this? My point being... You're not out there getting the kids in the trees. you got to get out there. Why, i got to pick up the baton from Ann Sullivan? Why is yes. that on me? Yeah. Uh, no, Who's going to do it if not my you? My point <laughs> being that it was, it's an important part of, of, of learning and brain development. We don't do it anymore. And I'm more, I guess I was speaking... I, wasn't, I was speaking directly to the 12 to 14-year-olds mm. that are big fans of your show. They're not the whole demographic because I believe it goes... To sixty, yeah, we got everybody. Yeah, we got, that's we, not everybody. We got all walks of life, is my okay, point. but that's not everybody. If you're cutting off at sixty, we're not, nobody's uh, cutting off. There might be a seventy-two-year-old person that listens. No, there is. you said twelve oh, yeah, to sixty. You said 12 to 60. Are you Johnny Literal? What I got to tell you something. There's, I can't tell you how many 61-year-olds just <laughs> yeah. clicked off when so they heard offended. that. They're they're like, oh, you know, oh, we're not welcome there. Yeah. I didn't know. Excuse me. He's not talking to us. I'll yeah. go back to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me with Paula Poundstone. Yeah, exactly. Which we, we get everybody. Yeah. This show, if you're not... 12 or 60. Forget it. <laughs> no, wait a minute. Now, admit, this might be a dicey question for you, yeah. and you don't have to answer this. You, if you, you don't want. My wife went to see you, wait, wait, no, tell me at the Greek recently, and you were not on the program. Oh, my God. Don't bring that up. No, <laughs> no I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, I, I have done the L.A. shows at various venues. This was what they said to me when I said, why the hell am I not on the Greek show? Okay. Um, they said, because we wanted to mix it up because you and Adam are always on when we've done and I so see. and so I was I, I, I 
normally I don't much care which show I'm on, but I would have liked to be at the Greek because I love the Greek. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, there's very few pretty places in Los it's Angeles. Beautiful. It's beautiful. It's my favorite really venue in the, in the city. Yeah. It's, uh, you go the there country. And, you go there and you sort of forget um, that you live in a traffic-filled, god-awful hellhole most of the time. Yeah. And well, my wife was very disappointed you weren't on the show. That's oh, well, the, the whole I'm, reason I bring it up. I'm, I'm, I'm flattered. It's a fun show to do. I'm very lucky. I suppose I shouldn't. I, and I never, I, for, I, I, no, I should put it this way. I never have anything to complain about with, wait, wait, don't tell me. But I did, I wouldn't say I kicked up a fuss, but the closest thing to kicking up a fuss I've ever done was over the fact that I wasn't on the Greek show because I w- would have liked to been there. So, uh what I did was I po- I posted a rival podcast. <laughs> you did some over at the uh, at the yeah. forum, did you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I went to the Hollywood Bowl that night and had my own Jesus. show. Yeah, it's a b- much bigger venue. Yeah. Oh, I packed the front row. Show. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't go. You know what's funny? Years ago, um, I had gone to a show at the Greek, and um, I I I got good tickets. Who'd you see? It was a musical act. Of some sort. I'll tell you, it was a musical act. It was Bonnie Raitt. Um, oh, what's the matter with me? Jackson Brown, Sean Colvin, uh, 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 and the and uh, Herbie Hancock. No, the piano player. Uh, shoot, Michael. Feinstein. Okay, so Corey I can't Amos. remember. So it was a uh, Bruce Hornsby yeah. and, uh, and uh, David Lindley, maybe. And uh, anyway, so this fantastic array of of uh, musicians, and they played uh, they played their like classic songs, and they played on one another's songs. It was a l- lovely evening, and I brought my daughters, who were very little at the time, and uh, it, was, it was just a great night, you know. But I got through my agency. I mean, I paid for the tickets, but I got good seats, so I was you know in the center kind of you know down front and uh it was just so great so i call up my manager and i say you know i would really like to play the greek and and then she she did that thing that she does with me sometimes which is oh well that's a good idea and then she just sort of like didn't say anything about that very odd thing that i said and uh so you know years go by and uh i happen to be the greek another time sitting further back and I turned around and looked behind me and went, oh, my God, I never knew it was that big. I, like when I was sitting there because I was close up and I had right. my kids with me, I didn't do that thing where you turn your head and you look all around because yeah. I had too many things to focus on that were in front of me. So here I am telling you, I want to work the Greek. I, had no, I don't know the size of the Greek, but you, you know what? I, I, I couldn't work to, I, I could not fill a hundredth of the Greek. <laughs> you don't think so? I disagree with that. I know that oh you're saying God, this for comedy. It's huge. But it's huge. I think it's, it's big. Like 6,500. Yeah, yeah. You can that fill would, that. that. No, no. Paula Poundstone? Oh, I could do it if there was like a giveaway as well. <laughs> y- y- like we could weigh 6,500 of those seats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you if you can, got something I also. You never play if, Los I know, Angeles. I have an idea. I have an idea. If, we, if it was like coaster night, and so everybody who came, <laughs> not, not only did we discount the tickets, but they also got a coaster. They all got a, yeah, okay. And it could be a coaster with a picture of me when I was young, mm-hmm. and uh, and and a, and a picture of Eddie from uh, 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 Courtship of Eddie's Father. <laughs> the great Brandon, Brandon Cruz, Brandon Cruz. When it I was might in, be Brandon. Is it Brandon Cruz or Brandon? It Brandon. was Brandon Cruz, was Brandon I think. Cruz. When I was in the sixth grade, um, that show was on, and my. Friends, and these were my friends, keep in mind. These were the people who supposedly liked me. Right. Used to tell me that I looked like Eddie from Courtship of Eddie's Father. Now, he was a very cute kid, 
Um, but you have to keep in mind, mm-hmm. sixth grade. It's a rough, rough year. Right. My son's in sixth grade at the moment. Right. You know, you you know, well, me, unlike him, was hoping to develop breasts. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's just it was just a, such a sensitive time of life to have your supposedly closest friends telling you, <laughs> you, you look, look like, like a boy. Eddie from the courtship of Eddie's father. By the way, he's very cute. You're very good. cute kid. I mean, it could have, you know, could have been worse. It could have been. Yeah. So you look yeah. like Bill Bixby. Yeah. Or Eddie Munster. Although handsome. <laughs> Eddie Munster wasn't unattractive. They just gave him a lot of, they made, it was yeah. makeup. Yeah. You think you're being very kind. <laughs> oh, why? Have you seen him like on the street? I uh, did an event with him, <laughs> to use your words. You did not. I did. I did a thing. You uh, did an event with Eddie Munster? I did a, I, did a, I, I did think it's online. not. That's ridiculous. Yes, I did. The, no, that signing? Did. That signing the, thing that I did for you, Conan, yeah. You did a signing thing? I did a thing where I pretended I was, I went to that Hollywood autograph show. And pretended I was a cast member of Baywatch uh, to see how many people would come up to my table to want my autograph or take my picture. It turns out nobody, and I took it very personally. But uh, well, I don't blame you. There's no over. way on this earth that uh, anybody's going to believe you were in Baywatch. Well, I played the, the comedic relief. Anyhow, uh, brand, not but brand you didn't, right? No, I didn't. <laughs> but he did. Butch, what's his name? Butch something. I just think it's important. Just... for one fucking second. Let somebody finish I the sentence. I think it's important to walk you through this. You were not on Baywatch. I know you're around cats all the time, and, and you, you just talk really your dilly. You're human beings. All right. Okay, go ahead. Tell your little story. That was it. That was oh. that was it. That's the whole story. It was over. You just wouldn't let her fucking end. <laughs> Good lord! I did you a favor. I was helping you. I carried you over the finish line. You know what? You're not story. wrong because the listeners heard the story way too many times. You've the told only person that's... not hearing is the person who won't shut the fuck up to listen to it. You've told that story before. True yeah. story. It's a real solid Why story. Why would anybody pretend to be from Baywatch? And it was a funny premise. It was for a sketch on Conan. Oh, it was, it was, a, re- it was a remote. It was a remote. So you've been on Conan? I worked, I worked there for many years. Yes, I've been on Conan uh, really? many times. Yes. So did you do these remote things for him? Is that what you did? I would do some remotes, yes. Uh-huh. Uh, upwards of one got on the air. <laughs> Really? But you did a lot of them. I did several. Were yes. they mostly at these signing things? Where no, that you was just the premise of that one. Be? Like, well, who were you on Bewitched that you weren't really? <laughs> <laughs> I was Gladys Kravitz's cousin. <laughs> so. I have a neighbor that will occasionally tell me something. She'll go like, oh, I noticed your car was parked uh, on the wrong side of the street for the shriekly. Um, and then she'll say to me, uh, I, I hope you don't think I'm Mrs. Kravitz, uh, which gives me so much joy. Yes. It's just such a funny <laughs> reference. I make that reference to my neighbors and they stare at me. I go, listen, at risk of being Gladys Kravitz. And then they'll go, what? And I'll go, you know, the neighbor on Bewitched? Hmm. They stare at me. Well, maybe it's because you've told them you played her nephew. <laughs> and a lot of people have looked it up. It fairness, yeah, because they can now I look it up. Cousin. Not everyone has to go to Matt for answers. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Wait, yeah. something in my eye. I'll be oh, right. my God, there's something in... Are you getting that, Elliot? <laughs> yeah. Can you oh. go in tight? For those of you... Is there any way you can go in tight? <laughs> sure. Yeah, this is the optician special. Oh. Um, he's got way, something in his eye. Yeah. If you want to watch the video, you can join the Players Club. It's yes. a, uh, okay. Matt, what, how much does it cost to join the Players Club? It's a $29.99 for six months or uh, 50 for the year. That seems like a steal. That's less than a dollar a week. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. You get uh, a second episode every week oh. that uh, no one else gets to hear. And video of every episode so wait a minute there's an episode that you guys tape that no one gets to hear well just the paid subscribers this is a, in the players club, players club. so there's a, a, an elite yeah. group of we fans we do two a week 
get the second episode. This one so goes out to everybody. you do two shows, and one yeah. show goes out to any any asshole that wants it. <laughs> right. That's right. It doesn't exactly. matter. Yep. Just any... any yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe off the street, yeah. you get yeah. it. Yeah. Just, you can be employed, you can not be employed. Right. You, you get can, it. You can be a good guy, you can be a bad guy. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You right. get it. It's, you know, from the elite, from the 1% to the scum of the earth, <laughs> you get that one podcast. Yes. Yeah. And, and it's also videoed. Right, but, but taped. Yeah, but the video, you have to be a part of the. Oh, you don't get the video. Right. Yeah, get a job. You get. <laughs> all right. So how? So you join this thing called the Players Club, yeah. and then you get like some. No, do you? Is there a qualitative difference in the shows? Like when you do the one for the Players Club, do you kind of go, "Come on, guys." Oh yeah, really we pick it up it. a little bit. Yeah, let's bring it. <laughs> yeah, we really bring it for yeah. those people. That's so true. would you say, yeah. and I don't know the answer to this, I'm not prejudging, would you say that for just the regular free listener, mm-hmm. um, that you pretend to be an actor in another show that you're not really? <laughs> I do not, no. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, I didn't. So whose idea was it for you to lie to fans? It was my idea. Yeah, yeah. You mean the the Baywatch thing? Yeah. I I pitched the idea. Everybody loved it. Yeah. Uh, And then again, when nobody reacted to me, I took it very personally. Yeah. And uh, and my feelings were hurt. Yeah. Uh, Because no one came over to get your autograph for a show that you were not on. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Bay. Anyone who would care would be a Baywatch fan. And if you're a Baywatch fan, you know that this guy was not Baywatch. And if you weren't a Baywatch fan, you didn't give a shit I was there anyway. Right. So why would you come to my table? You wouldn't. Was it a flawed premise? Yes. No. That's so do you guys at Conan, do you have these kinds of meetings where you sit down and, and talk things through? Uh, no, editing saved it. Editing saved it. Uh, How Todd Levin, uh, who uh, was my producer on that uh, segment, his... Oh, geez. Okay, sorry, okay. I have SARS. Don't worry about it. Oh, God. Oh. SARS. <laughs> it's not to worry about. Is it risk of the bird flu as well, Paula? I did have... You know, I had the swine flu at one point. You not most now. certainly did not. I did too. I had the swine flu. People said to me, they said, well, how do you know you had the swine flu? I said, because I woke up on a frying pan with <laughs> eggs right beside me. That's how I know I had the swine flu. Yeah, no, I did. Hang on, I think the cameras may have just broken. <laughs> <Go ahead>. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's horrible. It's awful. It was years ago when the I, swine flu was going around. I, I don't have a rogue case. I don't have like my own case. <laughs> it was, was just when people were getting the swine flu, I joined in. Um, I wait. told these guys top five funniest people in the world. Nobody believed me. What? Nobody believed me. I'm kidding. Nobody's that did I'm turning to you. Paul's one of my favorite comedians. You sure. know that. Boy, I do know that. Yeah, Matt will suck up like that. No, what's your, fa- what's your, your favorite line? I'll tell you mine. Prison should be just a little bit bad for you, right? <laughs> I'm paraphrasing that. I can't remember. Prison should be Was just a little bit bad for you. Is it? Is it? Something like that. I think it might be confusing me with someone oh, else. no. I bet you. No, it was yours. I think it's from Comic Relief. I oh, it could have been. It could have been. I, that was so long ago. Was it 87? Oh, my god! Comic Relief? Is that right? Am I right? 80? It was, well, there were it multiple was, Comic Relief. It was the year that you weren't on Baywatch. What year was that? <laughs> it was 86 or 87, I want to say. Yeah. You're talking 80s. about the first one? I want to say the one. I wasn't on the first one. I think I was on the second one. With Paul Reiser. Was it Paul Reiser might have been on that one as well? I remember who said on that. Yeah, I remember. Paul Reiser yeah. did the, the uh, speaker wire. A, a woman knows oh. how to fix a sweater, and a guy knows how to put together speaker wires. That was Paul Reiser. I didn't know that. Hunk. I don't yeah. remember the jokes. It's, I just remember. Oh. I remember things that I had guy. an interest in. Funny. Funny I as loved, bones. Yeah, I loved, uh, I loved Diner. Diner was such a yeah. great movie. And, and it would have been a good movie without Paul Reiser, but it was a great movie as a result of having Paul Reiser. That just that little, little you know, innuendo. I'm not comfortable with that word. Just that. Just that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. It's so well, great. It was great. Yeah, yeah. It was. We lost him. Yeah. Too what, soon. What, what happened? What, what happened? No, he, he's still alive. Oh, Jesus. Oh, she was talking about him. I thought Jeez. he died. Yeah, no, no. He's alive. We he's still alive. got Paul. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. We did, yeah, no, we haven't lost him. Uh, 
Yeah, you know, uh, he wasn't on Baywatch, and he was fantastic. <laughs> it's fantastic not being on Baywatch. He could have been on Baywatch. All right, listen, yeah. I have to say I hello believe. to these guys. Paul, let me say hello to these Who guys. are you saying hello to? Uh, Garen, hello. hello. Elliot, hello. Hello. All right, good. We covered that. Is that like a thing you have to do at a certain time? I, well, usually when I come out of that first break, I uh, say hello oh, to these Oh, my guys. God, but I talk so much that you didn't even get to say hello. <laughs> yeah, so Garen? I'm saying hello so that we all acknowledge that they're there. Mm-hmm. And what we'll do is on the next Players Club, then we'll have a little bit more time to talk. There we go. Oh, you'll talk more in the players club. Oh, see, so what you're doing, because this is the one, this is the episode that just goes to the nobodies. Is that correct? That's correct. All right. So what you're doing right now is tipping your hand a little bit to the people that get the show for free to let them know that you're going to have another show where we talk to Garen and Elliot. Um, and does that sound like a sales pitch to you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, not a, that's yeah. not a good business yeah. move to yeah. say that. You've met us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah. Does, it does. It sort of says, we're going to have another show where we have a better conversation. But with them. Yeah, with them. With them. You're yeah. here now. We focus our energies on you. I appreciate that. Right, yeah. you took the Garrett's time. chomping at the bit. He, <laughs> he, there's so much that he wants to say right now, and yet I have, I've virtually silenced him by the, by, with my babble. Uh, Garrett, what would you like to say? Oh, I don't even know now. You oh, he's the, the last spot. guy you want to I'm put I'm the worst talker there is. Oh, boy. <laughs> Players Club, you got that coming up. <laughs> See? He you got that to look forward to. For him. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, the, the sales of the Players Club things are going to skyrocket in the next couple of days. They're going to have to put Judy from Time Life Books over there <laughs> to help sign people up for the Players Club because they're so looking forward to that interview with Garen. Karen, can you give us another sample of what you might talk about? <laughs> I saw a bunch of movies this weekend. Yeah. There you go. Karen saw a bunch of movies. Karen, were you able to make it to and from the theater with, with Incident Free? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. Did you have any kind of assistive devices? <laughs> I had an Uber. You had an Uber? You took an Uber to the movies? He yeah. Doesn't, he doesn't drive. I don't drive. Why don't... Well, that's a bad question. Neurotic. Yeah, know. you're just neurotic and so yeah. you don't drive. And yet you were able to safely n- navigate the inside of the movie theater because I know a guy. <laughs> there we go. There we yeah, go. Yeah, huge. Yeah, the arc light is going to close because of the lawsuit. Uh, if only. Oh, we, if oh, only I oh. could get that kind of money out of this what deal. What if they shut you up with a, uh, a special card that just free movies for life? Shut me up for from what? From suing from this them, this constant the... haranguing about their safety issues. <laughs> I'm just saying they don't want this to go I've public. I've already been. I've already said it was user error. No, they you don't said want. It was a half step. They, they, said, you don't, they don't want this to go public. They don't care. They don't care if it goes out to the nobodies that listen to this. <laughs> but they don't want it to go Players Club. Oh, <laughs> boy. They, that would be a disaster. They're on their knees right now. Don't say it to the Players Club. Don't say it to the Players Club. This whole incident. Yeah. And what was the movie again? Uh, free Solo. Free Solo. Oh, great my. movie. Which is the sequel to Solo. Right. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's freeing people from the shackles of that shit movie. No. I know. Uh, everybody liked it. Not really. I you liked it. I did like it. Yeah. I didn't see it. There's too, you know, there's too many Star Wars movies for me to keep up with now. 100% yeah. agree with you. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping this from him. It's like, a, it's like a waterfall of Star... Every time I think I can stand up again, I'm hit with another Star Wars movie. <laughs> and I just can't do it anymore. There's too many plastic figurines. I don't... I can't... I can't keep up with the characters. I don't know who they are anymore one plastic face looks the same as another plastic <laughs> face to me well, i don't i can't you know han solo right you know you're familiar with him oh, and chewbacca love, oh chewbacca is one of my favorites yeah, well, you should have seen solo he's in that yeah who's in oh, maybe a little too much chewbacca oh you, there was you too, too much chewbacca yeah i do yeah, chewbacca, i thought not enough chewbacca chewbacca needs to be sprinkled in i agree he's got, i don't think you want to do character. all chewbacca yeah. all the time for example <laughs> if i were if if nobody listened to paul pound snow is a podcast that i have if that if that was part of the players club, that's when I would do the Chewbacca episodes. Okay. 
you know, when we had the players' clubs, yeah. I wouldn't do it for everyone, you know, in okay. the same way that you wouldn't always have Garen talk. <laughs> That's coming up. That's coming up for the players' it's club. Coming up, yeah. How much is it again? They have to pay twenty nine ninety nine for the season, which is six months. The twenty six. Just episodes. say thirty dollars. Just say it. I'm just. I'm. I'm trying to be like Judy from Time Life. I'm yeah. trying to make it sound for only a dollar a day. Is that what you said earlier? <laughs> it's less than a dollar a day if you go for the full year. Unfortunately, no a dollar a week. I some say. some yeah. charity stole that phrase, and now anytime you say it, I just you know I picture like you know kittens in a cage yeah. late at night. You know, Sarah McLaughlin playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. You weep at a cat with only three legs. Yeah. Yeah. You commercial can make... gets me every time. Yeah. And they play it a lot during Hogan's Heroes. Oh, do they? Yeah. yeah. They play those. Yeah. That Eric McCormick has to come on. Doesn't know where the cue cards are. His eyes are darting oh, no. all over the place. Jeez. No, I don't know. That's Who's that? Who's that? Uh, Will from Will and Grace. Oh, I never saw that show. Oh, we, After yeah. MASH. Okay, I need to know this. What <laughs> oh, were the yeah. other two TV shows that you've watched? Oh, yeah. Uh, Breaking the... Bad, oh. but I never watched it on television. I have it on DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there's Could maybe be. a couple more, come to think of it. Uh, 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 Boardwalk Empire. Here, oh. You know, here's what happened. I, I stopped watching television um, when Radar left MASH uh, because... I realized I'm very OCD and, and, and I was so into MASH. One night I was in San Francisco where I lived at the time and I was getting ready. I'd come home from my day job and, you know, grabbing a Stouffer's Lean Cuisine before I go out to the clubs. And uh, um, I'm watching uh, uh, MASH on TV, the back-to-back ones, you know, when it was syndicated, 5 o'clock, 5.30, whatever it was. And uh, it's, you know, Henry dies and Radar put a mask on. I'm sobbing and sobbing and sobbing and I, I think well okay maybe the next episode will make me feel better I go watch the next episode there's some sort of flashback Radar put a mask on I'm like oh my god I'm just <laughs> crying crying Henry's gone and then all of a sudden like a bolt of lightning I'm in the house all, uh, all by myself and all of a sudden I go you know there's a tremendous amount of emotional energy for something that isn't real <laughs> <laughs> and, and that is when the, then that I realized I'm just I'm a mark for shows and, and I thought you know what I, I'm I'm, I'm just not going to watch television anymore. And so I stopped watching any kind of primetime show. You know, I still watch the news. But I, don't, I, I won't watch like a made-up show like that. I didn't for many, many you won't years. Watch a, you won't watch a scripted television program until The Mentalist shows back up. Well, what happened was my up. kids were raised not allowed to watch television. But what happened was my daughter, Allie, would go to a friend's house and cheat. And so she started watching The Mentalist. And then she bought it on DVD. Mm-hmm. And so we would we never watched it on TV, but we watched it on DVD. But um, So I had kept this very strict thing for many, many years. and um, But one night... I was in a hotel and I'm flipping and flipping. I'm looking for like an old show or an old movie. I'm flipping and flipping and I come across uh, Boardwalk Empire. And it was a HBO, one of those serialized uh, dramas. And it's just, I mean, you can't take your eyes off. It's stunning. It, you love it. It, it. it was so well done. Um, it's also a Martin Scorsese thingy in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. It's very violent. It, it's, you know, it's not a necessary, you know, it's not going to make you a better person. Um, but uh, I got hooked. And um, because they, they, they are serialized in a way that really hooks you. And so I said to myself, I said, okay, I, I will buy it on DVD and I will only watch if I'm working out. So I did that. I get it on DVD, and I get a little uh, uh, DVD player, and I bring it down to the fitness room when I'm in a hotel, and you know I walk with the goofy headset on, and um, 
and then in a very then I lowered the bar. Then I started saying, "Okay, I'll only watch if I'm eating Butterfingers." <laughs> and then it was just because it was you so wanted to know what happened. Yeah. And then I would say, "Only if I'm driving." And so uh, <laughs> I, I finally just you know I washed out that bridge entirely, and and, um, and I just you know watched it and watched it. I watched all the discs. I watched them forward. I watched them backwards. I watched them forward again. And I, I spent so much time doing it, like at night, not when the kids were around ever, but uh, you know at night I would I would put it on, and in the hotel room I would put it on. Finally, when I was at a dance class one day, and it was a, a private lesson, and you know you stand like too close to the dance teacher. It's very awkward. There's not a lot to talk about. And so finally one day I'd been with this guy for quite a while, and I finally just sort of sheepishly confessed that. Uh, you know, it was like I was. It was like I was coming clean before I went into like a rehab center. I confessed that I could not stop watching Boardwalk Empire, and he said, "Oh, have you seen Homeland?" Which is not the right response. Right. You know, that's like saying to somebody, you know, I can't stop doing heroin. They go, oh, have you tried cocaine? Uh, yeah. I was hoping that he would say something helpful, like, well, here's but a way. But he did not. He turned you on know. another program. I didn't watch the other program. Oh, it's very good. That's good. Oh, I see you're doing it again. It's very good. There's yeah. lots of good things like that. I yeah. yeah. I, you're depriving yeah. yourself of entertainment. Yourself. Yeah. No. You know what I've started doing recently? I don't know. Uh, well, I'm going to tell you. That's, <laughs> no, I'm going to wait for the Players Club. No, that makes sense. You know what? Do hold it, because we have to take another break oh. let's take another break yeah uh you're okay on time who I'm talking to you i'm, I'm literally pointing uh, right at you were, no you were looking over there i was looking at the clock pointing at you well, i didn't know where the clock was it's over there you know for those of you who aren't there watching uh, they're not watching we're going on a break. let her ramble out we're going on a break <laughs> hey guys matt here with some dates for you paula poundstone's on twitter at paula poundstone she also has a new podcast it's called nobody listens to paula poundstone Make that a lie and listen to it, and then you will prove her wrong. Uh, also, she's hilarious, so I'm sure you would like to listen to it. Now that you've heard her on this show, you'll realize how great she is, if you didn't already know that. She's also a regular on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. I'm sure you knew that. If you don't, that's also available as a podcast, as well as an NPR radio show that you can listen to on your actual radio. Enjoy it! Uh, let's see. Jimmy Parr is going to be at Penguins in Cedar Rapids, Iowa, November 9th and 10th. That's coming up soon. Uh, Pod Swag still has our awesome uh, sticker pack. Abbott Skelding designed them. Go check them out. You'll see stickers like Glug and uh, Lazy Queen and the Familiar. Familiar. Wow, that's hard to say all of a sudden. But uh, yeah, enjoy the stickers at podswag.com. Also, we want to give a plug. We don't do this too often, but uh, give a plug to some fan accounts on Twitter uh, that you should be following. If you like our show, you'd probably enjoy these. Never Not Viney posts video clips of our show. Never Not Quotes. Also, some clips of just great quotes of our shows. It's funny things that have happened. Never Not Shopped is a great Photoshop uh, account. They post to Photoshop's based on jokes of, on our show. Never Not Teams is uh, fantasy team names for Never Not Funny. Never Not Polls. This is all Twitter at Never Not Polls at Never Not Teams. And at Partoisms. That's other um, frequently uh, repeated jokes, I guess, on our show that you will enjoy. Of course, the granddaddy of all the fan sites is NeverNotNotes.com. You can find all of our show notes uh, created by Garen Cockrell, maintained by Daryl Asher. Go to NeverNotNotes.com to look up anything from a past episode and you should find it there. Uh, enjoy that also uh, speaking of Twitter accounts if you uh, want to play uh, three word trivia with Elliot follow at three word trivia that's the number three and then word trivia on Twitter and you can play the game with Elliot enjoy new sponsor this week Matt who is it Robin Hood Robin Hood yeah is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks ETFs options and cryptos oh cool that means like Bitcoin yeah that's awesome 
I know Elliot would be interested in that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what ETFs is. stands for, and I know a lot of things about the stock market. It is. I just looked it up. It is uh, exchange traded funds. That's like uh, if you want to follow one of the market exchanges, so right. you can so follow its ups and downs. You're buying instead of buying a single uh, stock stocks in a single company, you're buying a fund like a, a group of things. Oh, okay, great. I've just never I've never heard of them referred to as ETFs before, but that is uh, going to all change when I start using Robinhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if you are a stock market newcomer, which I, listen, I play the market, but I, I would consider myself a newcomer because I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You can invest for the first time with true confidence with Robinhood, Matt. Yeah. You're not a big stock market guy. Uh, not, I'm, again, I'm not suggesting Historically, that I am. that's the case. But, uh, but pl- has that pl- changed with Robinhood? I've been playing around with the app and it's super easy. I like how um, just intuitive it is. So, I, you know, it's 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 gotten me more interested. Like, I think I was always intimidated by the stock market like i don't know how to do that i didn't go to business school or robin whatever. hood holds your hand doesn't it? it it i mean it does it sings a sweet little song in my ear while it sits on my shoulder <laughs> oh i might be thinking of robin redbreast <laughs> i think you might be uh now listen other brokerages charge up to 10 bucks for every trade robin hood does not charge a commission that's pretty sweet you can't that's beat awesome. that no commission fees right which means you could trade stocks and keep all of your profits could you even like let's just say like it's just a crazy hypothetical like if you wanted to invest in a terrible company like movie pass but not like pay a fee to buy well this, this is the this is the app for you is this what does this help me yeah i think yeah. this is the way to do it boy do i wish i had robin hood <laughs> months ago yeah it's got a clear design easy to understand charts and market data yes robin hood lets you place a trade on your smartphone in just four taps that's pretty great you ever you ever want to make a stock trade on the toilet? Then now's your chance. Okay, I don't uh, of course care for that <laughs> image. I know you don't, but let's be honest, that's what people are going to do. I'm not ever going to do that. But I put hear, down Candy Crush and start trading stocks. Stop talking about <laughs> the going to the bathroom, please. <laughs> if you are on the web, you could stock, you could view stock collections like the 100 most popular, as well as sectors like entertainment, mm-hmm. social media, or curated categories like female CEOs. Oh, that's cool. You can discover new stocks, track <laughs> favorite companies with a personalized newsfeed. I got to check that. That part out uh, that's i like that idea i like the idea of supporting companies that are hiring women that's great right you just uh you you just went and used a uh, well i'm like a bull in a bear market <laughs> or a china shop get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest i'm talking now of course still about robin hood yes now robin hood is giving listeners a free stock what like apple ford or sprint to help you build your portfolio i want one of those so listen to what i just told you yeah if you go to pardo.robinhood.com mm-hmm. let me repeat that you uh, a little different this time yeah you go to pardo p-a-r-d-o dot robinhood r-o-b-i-n-h-o-o-d.com yes. standard spelling on the com mm-hmm. that is robinhood.com nope damn it see that's the problem go to pardo.com no, Pardo. No, God damn it. Pardo.robinhood.com. Instead of the thing at the end, you're just putting Pardo at the beginning. It's like HTTPS colon slash slash Pardo.robinhood.com. And in doing that, yes, Robinhood is going to give our listeners a free stock to help you build your portfolio. Fantastic. So once again, go to Pardo.robinhood.com. Robinhood. A better way to trade. Hey, listen, Matt, yeah. your family has to be getting back into the swing of school schedules. It's true. Uh, buddy, you know this better than anybody. HelloFresh helps you take the guesswork out of meals week after week. Oh, my God. Do they ever? It's been uh, it's been great to like, uh, we, you know, we get home. Elise gets home from work at like 645. It's about a quarter to seven. Yeah. You know, the kids are hungry. We're all hungry. How do we get uh, a good meal on the table uh, before it's bedtime? 
The answer, of course, is HelloFresh. Well, with three plans to choose from, the classic, the veggie, the family, HelloFresh's meals, their meal kits make dinner easier, even amidst the after-school chaos. That's so true. I like. I I feel like um, not a good cook. Like I can't just like throw something together on my own. I need some guidance, and uh, HelloFresh gives me the guidance I need. And they were, uh, you know, they were giving me all the ingredients I need to to put, make it happen. Uh, we made some fajitas. Is that your favorite so far? Absolutely. I mean, everything is good. I I, I don't know if I can really pick a favorite. Not to be wishy washy about it. It sounds like you're being a little cagey. But the but the fajitas were great. It's not. It's something I would never think to make on my own, or like I wouldn't go to the store and like figure out the what to buy to make fajitas. So, but yeah, delicious and quick. Like I I love that you can make dinner in about half an hour. And have like a really delicious meal. Well, you uh, you basically just explained everything that I was about to. No more having to plan, spend money on takeout, or worry about gathering ingredients. Yeah. To speak to what you said week after week. Not, not to mention easy-to-follow recipes. You mentioned that. Pre-measured ingredients are all delivered right to your door in recyclable, insulated packaging. Super simple. Like, even if you're not home to receive it, they can just put that and they'll leave it at your door and it'll be it'll be still cool and ready to go by the time you get home. Well, dig this. There's even a one-pot recipe for maximum flavor with minimal cleanup. Yeah, I mean, like, you can basically tailor it to, like, wh- what your needs are. Like, if you, if you know that you don't have a lot of time, then you go for one of those one-pot deals. And uh, if you're getting a little ambitious, maybe you've used it for a little while and you want to try something a little more challenging and uh, just mix it up, then you can find uh, some other stuff on there, too. Now, for a total of $60 off, that is $20 off your first three boxes, mm-hmm. visit HelloFresh.com slash Pardo60 and then enter the code Pardo60. That's like receiving six meals free when you go to HelloFresh.com slash Pardo60 and enter the code Pardo60. Uh, 60 bucks off. That's 20 bucks off your first three boxes by going to HelloFresh.com slash Pardo60. Fajitas! And entering the code Pardo60. HelloFresh! A better way to eat. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. We're here. Paula Poundstone is our guest. Episode 2311. Garen and Elliot here. Don't be fooled by their lack of participation. They just <laughs> haven't had an opportunity <laughs> what, to say it's, anything. It's, uh, oh, it's episode what? 2311. So you've done 2,000. No, it's season 23, episode 11 of season 23. Episode we're, we're, 11. We're in our 13th year. What do, does the, do the listeners the know that when you say 2311? Yes, they all know that. The only people that don't are the people that uh, are new to the program like yourself. Uh-huh. So you say 2311. So it's the 23rd... Season, 11th episode. Well, what do you mean 23rd season? That's what I rate. A season is a year, is it not? No, season's half a year, six months. We've chosen to go like uh, television. T- so you season. just make up... Yes, that code, <laughs> f- mm-hmm. f- 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 and uh, it, but it's not. It isn't. Yeah, or, yeah. That makes no. This sense. is episode eight hundred and sixty-six. This is eight sixty-six. Oh, jeez, I'm thinking I'm on the two thousand something. <laughs> no, you're on eight sixty-six. Yeah. And if I had had that information, I might have done the earlier part of the show differently. You think so? If you, knowing that it wasn't uh, as long in the tooth. That's how nuanced my performance could <laughs> I see, be. I, I mean, I often say yeah. when I go on a show, I'll say, "Well, what number show is this?" And then they'll tell me, and then I make my adjustments on my mental instruments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you and I worked on the road together once. I don't, I don't, like, I don't expect you to remember that. Uh, what? You know, that was uh, that was show four, 450 <laughs> for me. Yeah, uh, Oklahoma City. We did. Worked at Joker's Oklahoma. And you know what you did during the day on a Friday? No, you're confusing me with somebody you else. You went bungee jumping. And I was fascinated by it. 
What? That you, during no. the day, went bungee jumping. Okay, then it wasn't jokers in Oklahoma City. It was I'm, Orlando. No, you asshole. No, I'm I went jokers. bungee jumping in Orlando. It was jokers in no, Oklahoma you're City. You went with the radio station. You're thinking of another comic I'm entirely. I'm telling you. No, I, I'll tell you off the air exactly why I remember it, but I cannot go no, into the thinking of another comic. People, with famous comedian Paul you know, Bounston, probably. Uh, it was George Campbell, myself, a girl named Rhonda, and uh, whose last name I will never remember. And I apologize to Rhonda if she listens. Her last name is Help Me. Uh, <laughs> she did that joke. Did she? She did. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of her stuff. Oh, you do a lot of Rhonda material? <laughs> <laughs> what you I do, do you, is I sprinkle it in with my crowd you, you work. You get them to open for you, yeah. and then you just steal right that's from all, them. That's all I need. That's all I need. I'm off like a rocket. Um, <laughs> Little Rhonda, very no, tiny. No, I thought it worked. I mean, I remember wearing Jokers one time, and it was a horrible, awful experience. Oh, um, I remember a lot of that. For a variety for of reasons that had nothing to do with this. It had to do with the headliner who was... Uh, you, you were the headliner. Oh, I wasn't the headliner when... Uh, I one time I middled for somebody and uh, it was uh, awful because they were a little predatorial and it was a problem. Oh, no. Yeah, Boy, I want to know who that is, but you're not yeah. going to tell no, me who no, it is. Okay. No, but Off it was it was awful. It was scary and I'm, terrible. Oh, I'm sorry. So I remember that, um, but I don't remember. The funny thing is, so I remember that, and yet I don't remember bungee jumping. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, because I'm I'm remembering the scarier of the two things. Right. Uh, I love I've, I I can't remember doing that. You know, I used to uh, skydive years ago. You did. Um. Yeah. And I wasn't very good, but I'm here. What do you mean not very good? You're either you either land or you don't land, right? Well, I mean, you could break something, but I didn't. Did you break? No. Then you were fine. What do you mean you weren't good? I guess I was good enough. Yeah, I could do a layout backflip in the air. Um, Would you do in, solo in skydiving free, or t- the yeah, tandem? I did. Uh, no, 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 no. I did uh, free fall. What the f? Yeah, yeah, yeah. F- 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 I, uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I could do a layout backflip in the air. I could shoot for it. I could shoot backwards. You were very what good. Do you, mean then? you weren't good. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. No, you don't. That's not very far into the process where you can do those. Things. It's farther in than I've ever gotten. Yeah, it was. Fun. It was. It was fun. It was. Exa- it was. I, I'll tell you though. I never got over the fear, and that bothered me. And I felt like once I was in. In the air, I was fine. I think you're supposed to be afraid of jumping out of an airplane. Well, it is against everything that your brain can tolerate. And so I think that you go through a period. I I think my period was a little on the slow slide. But I think you go through a period where, yeah, where you you sort of overcome that. And I just didn't feel myself overcoming it. So they would say to me, the instructor would say, okay, go, you know, go, go sit, uh, you know, ready to jump. And I would just feel full of rage for a brief second. But what you do is you sit with your legs hanging out the plane. There are no seats. You, 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 you sit on the floor of the plane. And you sit with your legs hanging out the side of the plane on a big opening that's the door. Mm. Um, but there is no door. There's just a plastic thing that they with Velcro that they roll over. And uh, you, so you're sitting with your legs hanging out and you, uh, you rock your body out. You go one, you rock back in, two, and you rock back in. And then other third one uh, out you go and uh, that process was so hellacious uh once i was out i was fine but that just that few seconds was why did you have to do it that way why couldn't you just go i'm going uh, Why was it I couldn't the one, have done two, that three? either. You do that yeah, I mean, I think the one, two, three was uh, probably felt better than just. Wah! Okay. Um, How but many times did you do this? Only about twelve. As I said, it's very early on in the process where you learn those tricks. But here's how much your brain shuts down. Here's how. So one day, I did, I did this. I had a, a number of kind of funny experiences, but one of them, um, I had this very cute uh, instructor, and uh, he was a young guy. He was very sweet, and uh, so. 
you know, we go over what we're going to do when we jump out of the plane. Now we jump out of the plane and I do that. And what you do is you're constantly letting your instructor know that you're still there mentally. Um, so there's a lot of little things you do. Like, for example, you do a practice touch on your ripcord just to show that you, you're, you're all there. Right. So I do all these things. I do the pattern of things that we had talked about before we, you know, before we jumped out and, you know, shoot forwards. We redock, do the flip, blah, blah, blah. Now they pull the shoot and we, you know, land on the ground. Now the truck is driving us back um, to the little staging area and he and they do a debriefing. They ask you what you remember so that they can tell how together you are. And I say, okay, I did the practice touch. I did this. I did that. I list all the things. And he goes, "Uh uh-huh. And he's staring at me like expecting more. And he goes, was there anything else? And I go, no, not that I can remember. He looks really disappointed. And I go, why? He goes, well, I kissed you twice. Wait, what? And I was like, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I remember that. (laughs) What? A guy smooches you in the sky. Yeah, I think I broke the little fellow's heart for just a minute. Yeah, Yeah. I felt felt terrible. When he said it, I did remember. And it was very sweet. Uh, And I did remember when he said it. Now, does Me Too not apply up in the sky? Is that why he felt it was okay to just uh, kiss you? I I don't know why he felt it was okay to kiss me. But it was, in in the moment, frankly, it was fine with me. I thought it was was kind of lovely. Well, I didn't realize I'd have a mental block. But, uh, (laughs) no, it's just everything else going on. I mean, you don't usually. First of all, the idea that you can say that you were kissed at 12,500 feet while falling through the sky is kind of sweet. I like okay. that. Uh, so, yeah. No, I didn't feel it was inappropriate. Uh, so, I, he I, jumps I was, at the same time as you? I'm, you walk yeah. me through this. Well, no, or maybe he jumped right after. I can't but remember. But you know what I mean? Like, so, you're going down at the same time. So, if something does go wrong with you, he can swoop well, Ostensibly, over. he could. So have you ever seen, like, the videos of the guys yeah. who go rescue somebody in yeah, the yeah, yeah. sky? I don't think anybody would have done that for me. But um, <laughs> when, the first time uh, I ever skydived. All right. I'm trying to think of this. Uh, was this pre-kids, by the way? Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah. I wouldn't do it now. A friend of mine asked me recently if I, he's not done it before and he wanted to know if I would go with him. Well, there's two problems for me. One is that I have to get recertified because it's been years. Um, and the other, it's time consuming. It, it's a lot of time. And the other thing is, I, I, I just, I can't afford to, for anything to go wrong. I, I just can't afford it. Right. Whereas when I was younger, I probably couldn't afford it then either, but I, I, I didn't process that. You know, now, like I don't want to really, str- I've lost 25% of my bones. I thought I had lost weight. I was so excited. Um, apparently I still your, have your my density? fat. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that it's just not a good idea to do anything where, you know, like I'm not going to that arc light. I would either. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't think it's a good idea to do anything yeah, yeah. where I might, you know. You're like yeah. No, they're just flaking off now my you know i broke my i broke a rib coughing last last winter um uh, which i've heard of people doing before when uh when i i went to a i went to a urgent care because i don't i don't have a regular doctor uh i usually usually what i do is when i go to the vet with an animal i'll ask questions <laughs> as if i'm asking about an animal at home and uh-huh. so far that's been enough health care okay yeah um yeah that's why we don't need the mandate uh <laughs> So, so I had gone, you know, I had gone to this. Um, I was in a lot of pain. It was hard to breathe, and I, I thought maybe I had broken. So I go to this, uh, what is it called, urgent care, and I say to the lady, I say, yeah, I think I might have broken. They do an X-ray. They come back, and prior to that, I was sort of bent over, like, oh yeah. And then they come back, and she says, no, we looked at the X-ray. You're fine. I sprang from the table. I'm like, great, thanks. Everything's good. Thank you. What? Then you weren't in pain anymore? I was fine after that. 
They did, she, all you did was the confirmation, the affirmation. She, called, she said, well, it's probably muscular. And no, no, and then I was apologetic. I said, oh, sorry for bothering you. Like, I felt like a jerk. Uh, so the next day she calls. She says, no, we took it to, uh, you know, we took it to a radiologist. The, uh, yeah, turns out you, yeah. She said, yeah, it's displaced. Uh, the, a little section of your ribs displaced. She said, the good news is it's not headed towards your lung. I'm telling you, the minute she said it was broken, I crawled up again. I was like, ow, <laughs> ow, ow. Which means I could be healed by a faith healer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right? I could. I mean, I'm an atheist and I could be healed by a faith yeah. healer. Yeah. I could be healed by Jimmy Swaggart. That's how suggestible I am. <laughs> Do you have a, Now, you're, how old are you? I'm not comfortable with you knowing that, but, uh, <laughs> but I appreciate you asking. I'm younger than you. I thought when you called out that number earlier, that was... What number? Oh, 2311? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's all I am. Yeah. I'm 52. You're not. I say I'm 42 because nobody in this town uh, believes that I'm 52, but I... No. Uh, I don't believe... I, I don't nobody believes nobody I'm 42 in this anymore town, either. I love that you say nobody in this town, as if everybody in this town <laughs> all talking. has... Yeah, yeah. They're all talking. Yeah, I went to... Uh, I went to a really nice restaurant. I'm trying to think of the name of it. It's a vegan restaurant in Hollywood. Domino's? Uh, no, not Domino's. <laughs> okay. No, close. Real Food Daily? Um, no, not Real Food Daily. Uh, I can't think of the name of it. Fancy restaurant. Really K- nice. KFC? Uh, no, not KFC. You're so close, though. Okay. Uh, well, I forget the name of it. And uh, Crossroads. Go Crossroads. Okay. Very good food. Right. Very excellent. And uh, very noisy, though. You know, there's a lot of bar chatter. And uh, yeah, I realize now that I'm processing what I had heard. A lot of was, no, uh, no, Jimmy Pardo's in his 40s. And then some people say, no, no, Jimmy Pardo's in his 20s. No, I heard him. It's a long way to go from this it was worth it. Yeah. Oh, no. you got to. It was worth the, no, it was when, worth the journey. No, when I start a joke, pack your bags. Yeah, you're the Rachel Maddow of comedy. <laughs> I love Rachel Maddow. I know you do. I love Rachel. Here's how we, she'll start her show like this. She's there's something so simple. She always wears the same black jacket, right? Yes. So she's not screwing around with the wardrobe. She's you know gets dressed, comes in, and does the work. You know, uh, she's so well researched, so brilliant, so well woven together. Takes you back, usually a little bit in history, to explain how we got to a place. So she'll start out. She'll hold up a bobby pin and go, look at this bobby pin. That's how she'll begin. Right. Look at this bobby pin. Remember that. And then 40 yeah. minutes later, uh, uh, and now he's impeached. Right. It's amazing how she takes you from here to there. And I, you always come away knowing a little something about America that you didn't used to know. That's right. Which for me is... A lot? A lot, yeah. Me too. Oh my gosh, I'm so ignorant. But you got into politics early. When I worked with you, I want to say it was 92... Uh, you were very it's, political honestly, on stage. Honestly, you're thinking of Ellen it was or Roseanne. You. It wasn't me. No, it was Roseanne bungee jumping. I did that with you. <laughs> no, I don't think it, it was. It was you. No, I would remember you. First of all, according to your math, you would have been 10 that year. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, I was a 10-year-old comic. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, you were good. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, you're one of the few child performers that you know made it out unscathed. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of that was because Conan took you under his wing. Well, I was a drunk for a lot of years, and then I... Uh, uh, then you... Then you S- sobered up. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say. 19 years sober. I, I, I thought you were going to say, and then I learned to do it right. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 I don't like to uh, proselytize, and I almost never talk about um, this, but uh, since you're saying that, I just, I, 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 vote, I voted yes on legalizing pot, and uh, because I didn't want to see anybody go to jail for it. But I have to say, in America, we do this thing where we celebrate being sort of mentally altered. And I think we do need to at least think about why we think that's a good idea. I can honestly say that at no time ever did, uh, you know, be, be, uh, being, being drunk help me in any way. Not one drink, 
Never. Right. And what's weird is I kept trying because I kept thinking I was doing it wrong. I kept thinking, well, let me draw it this way today. Uh, but it turns out it was I was chasing a story that was never true. It, it would be like if I it would be like if I repeatedly went to the Hollywood autograph thing, and <laughs> and went up to the Baywatch table. Yeah. Uh, you know because no, it was never true that you were on Baywatch. Never. <laughs> and even I, if I went another I know day, it wasn't going to be true. No, it doesn't change. Um, the, but uh, that was the thing with so I think. I just feel I worry about this, uh, you know, this generation of uh, uh, of kids that have grown up believing that it's going to do something for them. And but uh, don't you think our generation did that too? There was always beer ads. There was always look how much fun you could have getting hammered. Yeah, I guess there was. Right. Yeah. The, eventually, they was. stopped the hard liquor ads. Right. Or no, yeah. those are still around, aren't they? Oh, the hard liquor ads. Are, yeah, Patron. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course they are. What are the rules? What are the rules? You, you no cigarettes. You can't show someone actually drinking it on screen. Because that, that makes all the difference. Hold yeah. it, but you can't drink it. You can hold it, but you can't drink it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, the, no, wait. Why does Elliot know the rules? Elliot <laughs> does he come from he makes a, the rules. Does he come from a background of, of, uh, of uh, censorship? Elliot, why do you know that rule? Uh, I know a lot of... Why don't you know your mic's off? <laughs> There's one rule you don't seem to understand. <laughs> I thought I turned it back on for a second. I, was, uh, I wasn't getting talked to, so I turned my mic on. Uh, really? So in, in so in sort of a petulant way? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying it. Oh, when we're talking to you, like you you've just, known him you know, for years. Elliot, do you have a room you could lock yourself in? <laughs> I'm sorry I got defensive when I got yelled at for not having my mic on. Yeah, um, you know, nobody yelled at you. There was no yelling. Thank you, Paula. Yeah, Thank there's you. no yelling. I, I wasn't yelling. It was Matt that was yelling. Oh, no, it was you, Matt, Matt wasn't yelling? I just made a joke that uh, you can't. Oh, we, How long has this dynamic gone on? And is this something that you usually air to the playlist people? Yeah. This, <laughs> Elliot's Elliot's mental health is a little bit. Oh yeah, if he was gone, we wouldn't have a show. Oh, Oh, is that true? Oh yes. Trust me, people want us to fire him. But I have to explain to them: we need him. Yeah, he's the. We need a a punching bag. He's the Colonel Clink. If I could bring it back to that. Oh Oh, yeah, that's the perfect. Is he? Is he the Colonel Clink? Yes. uh, Yeah, Werner Klemper, by the way. Yeah. Who apparently was was he not a Nazi victim? Am I right oh, about that? Oh, wait, I think you are. You I believe he be... had a background where he actually, and supposedly, I feel I feel like I heard, not from him, but from somebody else, that that was like like a, a Werner Klumper expert, um, that that's <laughs> why he did that show, oh. was that he liked, um, he liked ragging on the, on the Nazis. Mm, the Nazis. It was um, like therapeutic. Yeah, yeah, that it was, yeah, right, part of his healing process. Do you think process. that's why Bud Friedman has a monocle? You think it's re- you think it's related? No, I think he doesn't see well in one eye. That makes more sense, doesn't it? Yeah, you know what? I'm glad we talked this through. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's so important to air. Uh, you, you know, I you know how many times you walk through life thinking you're the only one uh, 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 on something. Here's just here's just an example. I'm listening. All right. So remember when they remember when they took out the red M Ms? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then years later, they brought them back. Well, I didn't realize they'd ever taken them out. Okay. I just thought that when I got M&M's, mine happened to not have red M&M's. And I, and I felt really bad about it. I started to feel persecuted. Mm. Um, because yeah, I love M&M's, not with nuts. But, uh, you, you know, and then one day I'm eating them. And, and I share with somebody else. And this is before they had the sharing bags, by the way. So I was really cutting into my supply. And uh, and they said, oh, oh, and they and 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 they said, oh, 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 there were some red ones in there. And they go, oh, the red ones are back. And I realized all that time I'd been feeling like personally persecuted mm. uh, by not having red M&Ms. It was just 
it, it turns out no. Is it, that's why it's so important to share with others uh, your experience, mm-hmm. so that um, I mean, not to the degree where, where they can't talk at all, like as if I've done to Garen and Elliot today. But <laughs> overall, uh, and that that has really stood. You know, that's worked for me until. Uh, 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 um, I had a dream that I was making out with Larry from the Three Stooges. <laughs> and uh, so I just was open about it. I just shared it with people thinking that everybody else had that. And they did not have that? No. I told it to a shrink once and she like jumped up and started flipping through the <laughs> dream interpretation book. She's like making out Mo, making out Curly. It's not even in there. <laughs> Larry's not in there. No, no, not making out Larry. Jesus. I love Larry, by the way. Larry's the favorite of your Stooges? Uh, not my favorite. I, just, I love them all. Uh, I, I don't like to play favorites when it comes to the Stooges. Mm-hmm. I love them all. Um, but Larry, um, there's a great... I, I, I went to a Three Stooges Film Festival one time, and they showed uh, like a Super 8 movie that belonged to the Fine family. And uh, it was Larry being interviewed, um, I think just by a friend, I think, maybe, uh, 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 while he lived at the old actor's home. And by this time in his life, you know, he's a little bit snaggletoothed. He was quite elderly. His, you know, his sticky outy hair was all gray and, 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 and he swept it back on the sides and he had this sort of uh, clingy uh, 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 button down shirt on, like a silky looking thing. And, uh, and he was just, he had not an ounce of hubris in this guy. Not a bit. The guy, the interviewer asked him something about their success, and he kind of chewed on it for a second, Larry did. He thought about it for a second. He said, well, I think we did pretty well because it's 40 years later and people are still watching. Well, let me tell you, that, that film... You know, Larry died when I was in high school. So that what Larry doesn't realize because he's dead now is that Jesus, it's you know, what seventy or eighty years later, yeah. and people are still watching. It was just so. I, and, and then he talked about he got letters. He could receive letters, and he said he tried to answer every letter because he didn't want anyone to feel left out. Wow. Which is probably the wrong thing for me to bring up to you guys because your Players Club thing. But I think <laughs> what he was doing was charging twenty nine ninety nine. Yeah, You get a Larry letter for close to 30 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> a Larry letter. A Larry letter. Do you know Tom Bergeron? Yeah. Ask him to tell you uh, the story of him calling Larry on the telephone. It is. Well, I don't know him that well. well I don't know him. The next time you see him, you I'm run. I'm never going to see you're Tom You're going to see him in your circle. Where do I run? Hey, does he is he a vegan? Does he go to Crossroads? Well, I hear him talking about your age. Yeah, that's all night. he talks about. My age and Larry Fine. Um, wait a minute. How do you know Tom Bergeron? Well, he's been on the show a couple of times. He right? has. Times. Yes, and he's a very very nice man. Oh yes, that was my experience. Of very him. nice. Very man. nice. And yeah. a huge three students. And he's a huge three students. Oh, fan. I didn't realize and that. He, we never talked about it. I, I try to replicate the story. I do not do it justice. Please, when you see him. Now, what are your many I'm never going to see Tom Bur- What are the odds? I don't go to Hollywood functions. You go to functions? I go to some functions, but not... Not Bergeron? Not Bergeron functions. Here's a question. Here's a hard-hitting question for you, okay. Paula Poundstone. If they asked you to do Dancing with the Stars... Would you do it? In a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah, she does dance I have, classes. I have tried to, I have, I have thrown my, what I, what I, say, I have tried, I haven't called them, but I've like <laughs> tweeted about it. I've, I've put you out be feelers be to the it. degree that um, occasionally when they put, for a while, I was really on a campaign on Twitter about it. And, and, and for a while, some other people, not me, had started a, a Facebook page of, you know, get Paula on um, Dancing with the Stars. I don't think a lot of people participate in that <laughs> Facebook page, but somebody went to yeah. that degree. But to the degree, so what would happen? is every time they came up with a new list people would write to me uh, like on twitter and go oh 
uh, sorry. sorry. Like, yeah. And, and and by the way, the list became more and more insulting. Like, it's one <laughs> thing not to have me on. Yeah. It's another thing to have Nancy Grace on when you're not having me on. Yes. I mean, what? What? How did that happen? She's what? a ghoul. Oh, God. And she had a nip slip, didn't she? I don't remember a nip yeah, slip. Yeah. Don't think I'm not going to look for that how later. Could, how could oh, you no. not remember? I don't remember the nip slip Nancy from Grace. Grace nip slip. Yeah. She's doing heard God's work. She's doing God. She's an angel. Sure. She's thank, not, thank she's you, not, Nancy. You're an angel. You're doing God's work. That's what every caller would say that. Oh, oh, I, I, I never listened that long. It was painful. But she's not on anymore, is she? I don't think she is, right? Or is she over on some other network? Yeah, I, don't I remember one time years ago when she was on, and she was just. She was just painful. She made you really root for the criminal. That was the weird thing about her. You know, she was a big sort of victim rights person. But yeah. you, you just sort of felt like, I yeah, agree. but you know what? There are some circumstances. <laughs> um, but I remember uh, back when, the C- C- well, CNN does that thing every year, the hero, where you nominate yes. a hero. And uh, I tried to get myself nominated um, for this one thing that I did back when Nancy Grace was doing that show, which is I was in an airport one time and the television was like, way up high hanging and Nancy Grace was on and so against all odds putting the greater good before what might happen to me I took my carry-on bag and swung it up and turned the TV off (laughs) (laughs) and And they didn't give you the trophy it's crazy no and I know like there's a wonderful African-American woman who lost her son uh, to a drowning incident and she has spent her life um, teaching kids to swim as a result and uh, you know turn this god-awful horrible thing into a positive thing and uh, um, I still think I know that she was nominated uh, one year for a CNN Heroes Award and I and I say to myself could what I did go up against that and and I would have to say yes. I'd like to think you could. I, yeah. I would have to say yes. I mean, I would turn to that woman who I very much admire, and I'd say, well, look, it's an honor just to be nominated. <laughs> That's what I would say at my acceptance speech. Oh, you think you win? Oh, I think I would win. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even get myself nominated, but I, I think I just would But if you were up for it against the woman, you, th- uh, you think you think you beat her? It was an awfully generous thing that I did. <laughs> there's no question. And at, at great risk of peril. Yeah. To, you know, because there's those airports are crawling with TSA. You know, they probably put that Nancy Grace thing on just trying to draw out terrorists. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to shove somebody that's already, you know, there with a bomb ready to yeah. go. Just shove them over the edge over the while end. they're at the gate before they've actually gone up in the plane. Have somebody finally just go, you know what? Enough with Nancy Grace. Yeah. No, she was horrible. Yeah. But, I mean, it's silly to talk about now. I don't even think she's there anymore. I'm just bringing up old wounds. Well, she's going to be on our Players Club episode this week. So <laughs> if you stick around, she's going to be showing yeah, up here. If you second. get her. Yeah. If, 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 if well, we can get her. She's not working, you, you tell me. No, I don't think she's on that show. You think she's back uh, I don't know if that means she, for, I don't know. It doesn't necessarily mean she's not working. You know, I can't tell you how many times. In the old days, in the old days when they had up on the, when they had the televisions hanging from the ceilings of the, of the airplanes, Right, and yes. you were forced to watch like whatever you know. One thing you know, they show some television shows and maybe a movie. And you're, now I didn't. I, I never once have rented a headset ever on an airplane, so I don't. I don't watch things on the. Yeah, speaking I, of heroes, yeah, yeah, honestly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that wasn't the. And that was just. I mean, what I was doing was. Um, 
building the character. I was, I was character, just so proud of you, Paula. I had a show by. I know. I saw the look come over your face. It was. It was a almost paternal pride, which is weird because you're younger than me. Uh, that's what I heard at Crossroads. Um, all right, wait. Now there's a point. That, what, yeah, the, the TVs are hanging in the airplane. Yeah, the You've never bought a headset. Oh, jeez. It's not like me to forget Nancy everything. Nancy Grace was the topic. Yeah. Oh, I know. Okay. So, I, you know, traveling the road, just, you know, it's a little bit rough. You know, stuck in the airplane. I can't tell you how many times I've thought to myself, like that there was some guy that used a middle for me and I've thought boy you know uh, like you, you know you think well that guy must have dropped out you know I never see that guy anymore you think oh that guy must have dropped out you know it's a tough life not everybody can do it you know headlining around the country in the theaters not everybody can do that and watching one of these television shows one time and the credits roll and it's executive producer and it's this middle act guy that I used to work with like oh so he doesn't do this anymore right. but he does that anymore so what I'm saying to you is Nancy Grace may not be on a show but she could be the head of NBC for all I know I see yeah she might have jettisoned like you, you were saying you used to do stand up. I still, still do stand up. Oh, you do. Okay, um, but uh, but now you got all this. Yeah, thirteen years. I mean, twenty three, eleven, or whatever. <laughs> you were right. No, twenty three, eleven. Twenty three, eleven. I mean, all these years of this. Yeah, yeah. But I still go out there. I like to meet the fans. I shake the hands. Try you to like stay, to meet the fans. Stay relevant. What kind of a thing is that to say when you told them you were on Baywatch when you weren't really? You <laughs> that don't was get a skit. To, <laughs> it was a skit. It wasn't a skit when you involve other people. It was con. It was a con. <laughs> a skit would be it if was everyone. Fraud. A yeah. skit would be like with Harvey Corman, where you all knew that it wasn't true. That's a skit. But what you did was you, uh, what do you call that? Perpetrated a con <laughs> on the public. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't come over to your table. I think because what would that have said to you? Oh, it was horrible. The one woman that bought it, I felt bad. I had to go and apologize to her. It was the worst. That's terrible. You're not wrong about anything you've just said. Yeah, yeah. It's a horrible thing. And yet Tell you us sat, more about the airplane, though. You sat <laughs> at a table of people, and they all went, well, there's a good idea. You don't feel that the Baywatch fans that would go to get things signed are vulnerable enough? Yes. I, I, look, you're not. Anything you say is going to just make me feel worse. Okay, do you know how many Franklin Mint items they have in their homes? Do you have any idea? <laughs> I, I don't, but if I had to take a guess, seven? Yeah. Uh, you know, I used to belong to the Columbia... Uh, house. Yeah, the record club. Yeah, but no, after that, they're the video club. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know they went video. Yeah. They did. It was a Columbia House video club. I was with them for a while. Oh, when I, I joined, they um, either they started having the meetings without me or they dissolved the club. Uh, yeah, I've never been, you know, in, included in you other things. Any, any club functions? No. Like, for example, I won't be on the Players Club edition of... Who are you having on for the Players Club one? You know what? Uh, a young man named uh, Pat Ma, uh, Pat McGann for out of Chicago. Comedian out of Chicago. Pat McGann. I don't know Pat McGann. He's out of Chicago. Out of Chicago. Yeah. Currently opening up for Sebastian on the road. Maniscalco? Who is Sebastian? Sebastian. Oh, he's taking the country by storm. Sebastian. I don't know Sebastian. Google it when you get home. There's a Sebastian. Okay, you know the McDonald's commercial? Where the guy comes, you know this, don't you, Matt? Well, for somebody who doesn't watch TV, you sure know a lot about it. No, because I do. I watch TV. I just don't watch primetime television. Um, all right, so you know there's a commercial where a guy goes to McDonald's, and he has an envelope in his hand. Elliot, help me out here. <laughs> oh, is that where he's great? Oh, that's he, gets accepted. he gets accepted to the college. Yeah. I know, I know oh, yeah, 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 He goes yeah. into McDonald's. Yeah. Does it make yes. you cry every time? No, it's ridiculous. It's... So he goes into McDonald's yes. where he apparently is employed. And the manager, there's customers there, by the way. The store is open. The restaurant's open. 
the manager says, everybody gather around to the employees. So all the employees leave the register. They're not making your shake anymore. They leave the, the, they're not making your burger. You got the kids, you're trying to hurry. They all gather around to read, it's, the guy's name is Sebastian. He's, and his, his boss, the manager of the McDonald's, has to open the letter and read it for him. And it turns out he was accepted into college. Well, apparently Sebastian can't read. So I don't know. What a weird thing to do. Have you ever gotten a letter? I mean, you, Matt. Have you, I mean, technically, would you say that, 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 that Jimmy is your boss? Um, I'd say we're partners. I don't want to... Negate what about you, premise? Elliot? Is Jimmy your boss? Jimmy is definitely my boss. There we go. Boy, Elliot and, knows and how Matt, to suck up. You may a... want to rethink that answer. Yeah, Matt. Look around. Whose yeah. who's uh, name is on the show? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Matt's going to feel yeah. I, leave, I leave. There's no show. Yeah, Matt's going to feel a pinch there on the paycheck this week. <laughs> uh, but, Matt, can you even imagine our Elliot? Uh, Elliot, is your mic on? Yes. Yes, it's on. Jesus, This time I'm on it. Do we learn from history? I try to, because otherwise you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah. All right. So, Elliot, can you even imagine receiving a letter in the mail yeah. and and not opening it, but then, bringing it here to work for Jimmy to open and read for you? I mean, I, Who does that? I, I haven't thought about it before now, but I think that's probably going to happen you know, next week. You're yeah. not going to yeah. do it. Yeah. You're not Sebastian. Yeah. Sebastian brings the letter. Uh, uh, for David, it was David, his boss. Uh, the boss uh, opens the letter and reads it. And I think to my, and the customers just, you know, so there you are just waiting for your burger. Yeah. And they're back there reading Sebastian's mail. And what's going to happen when Sebastian goes to school? <laughs> you, you know, every time he gets homework, you know, he's going to have to, David, everybody gather around and gonna hold out the book. Okay, Sebastian. Jesus, could you get a tutor? All right. Uh, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. He's going to have to have everything read to him. Yeah. I forget why I brought that up. Oh, because it's Sebastian. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to say his name either. Maniskelsko? 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 That's not how you pronounce Sebastian. No, that, the first part I got. Oh. My last name. <laughs> they just call him Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah. He's big. He's playing arenas. He's doing, I think he's doing Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Sebastian. Well, wow, Sebastian. But And who was it? You, you're having a guy that's opening for him. Yeah, he's opening. A very funny guy, man, out of Chicago. Yeah, out of Chicago. Pat McGann. Pat McGann. Out of, oh! <laughs> All right. Uh, Garen, Mrs. Mrs. McGann's youngest. Yes. Uh, yeah. Did you look up what Nancy Grace is doing before we say goodbye to this program? Yeah, she's got a show <laughs> or she did earlier this year with Dan Abrams called Grace and Abrams. On A&E. On A&E? A&E? What's artistic or entertaining about <laughs> Nancy Grace? Uh, it's supposed to be like a count, pound, cut, point, counterpoint show where they're bickering with each Who's other. Dan I Abrams? I don't know that name. He was. A, you know his. You, you've seen his face. Him. Oh, sure, Dan Abrams. What are you kidding me? Uh, you mean Mrs. Abrams' kid? <laughs> yeah, Mrs. Abrams' youngest. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so it's it's a. I, like, I actually used to like Dan Abrams. He's uh, he's decent when he sounds shows like up he's taking the other side of the argument. Yeah, he's a point counterpoint with Dan Abrams. Yeah. I like Dan. I don't like Dan. I like Dan. <laughs> we'll be back. I don't know if it's specific about Dan. <laughs> this guy. Do you, do you recognize him? No, I don't know Dan Abrams. Mm, no. and, yeah, uh, the only thing I know about Dan Abrams is that he would sink low enough to be on a show with Nancy Grace. So uh, Dan's, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, Dan, there's other work. But there's maybe there's not. Maybe Abrams, maybe he has to take this. No, there's other work. I don't know what's going on in his life. You know, no, there's other work. Now, if you got offered a job to, your job is to go on a show every week and uh, make Nancy Grace look stupid, would you accept that job? No. Really? 
No. Because you just don't want to be associated with it. I don't. I don't. I, I, no, I don't. And I really do. Oh, I don't know. I mean, have I done jobs that I later went, oh, I wish I hadn't done that? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and, and as a, you know, I can't, you know, I, I'm not in a position to say like I worked my way up. I worked my way over, uh, <laughs> not up. Um, but uh, yeah, I do feel like you have to have some, there have to be some things that you choose because it was, you know, you have to say no to something. It's part of what makes you, mm-hmm. go, you know, who you are. I did do um, years ago, I think it was for a place called Zim's maybe, but I could be wrong, a pie-eating contest I hosted um, when I lived in San Francisco in the early 80s. And looking back, I regret that. <laughs> I don't think it's the right message. I don't like eating contests. I just don't. <laughs> Stupid think fun. It's, it's just not the right message. You don't want to eat a lot of... It's, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, pie needs to be respected, not <laughs> not shoved down your. It just you know it just it just strikes me as such an American thing to do mm-hmm. a food eating contest like the Joey guy with the hot dogs every year. And Joey Chestnut. Yeah. yeah, it's you know his name. I do. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I why do we know name. his name? Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like you, you know Dale Earnhardt Jr. That's I don't follow racing, but I know the best. But <laughs> as the best I said, I no once, with the hot dog eating contest, it, like who's that entertaining for? Like if who, right, watch, who watches that? Hey, we're gonna go watch the hot dog eating contest, Ma. And then you go watch some animals. I, I agree with Paul on this. Yeah. Would I host one in a fucking heartbeat? <laughs> in a heartbeat, I would host one. Yeah. To quote, quote you, Jimmy, I find the idea of it nauseating. I just can't. Yeah. Hey guys, is that, is that one of mine? <laughs> you said Glad that? you credited oh, wait, that. Me? That's, wow. That's a part of? So yeah. good that you that's credited good. me. Very proud. Thank you for crediting me. Yeah. I, I, I find, I'm going to do it. What was it? I find the idea of that nauseating. I guess so. I guess that's yeah. one of mine, Paula. Yeah. yeah. You know what you should do? Is uh, on the on the Turn your mic off. on the on the video <laughs> <No>. <laughs> on off. What do you want? No, on the video feed, there should be like a phrase that that you can just what do you call it? superimpose? Mm. Sure, yeah. you know. I so rock. just every time you have that feeling, I find that just um, maybe Elliot, if he could be trusted with this, would push a button, and then the words <laughs> I, I find the idea of that nauseating <laughs> would appear. Yeah, and you don't it does happen a lot. Doesn't yeah. it? It's technically possible. Yeah. I always thought like when I do those god awful five minutes on like. A late night show, um, which is just not my bailiwick. I'm not good at those five minutes. I, you know, I, I, I don't really get good for about two hours. It takes <laughs> about two hours before mm-hmm. I've worn people down to the degree that they're like, okay, it is kind of funny. Um, but it takes a while and it doesn't happen in five minutes. So I've always, you know, they're always really fractious, difficult. I've always thought it would be good if I could have that superimposed, um, like every time I, I, you know, that I'm just not going over at all, that the words um, sh- uh, uh, available for birthday parties. Yeah, <laughs> 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 you know, like a number. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh, and by the way, if anybody called that number, I would. I would you would do it. Uh, in a, in a, I don't want to copy you, but in a, in a heartbeat. Uh, which is better than the idea of that would have nauseated me. Those are both good questions. I would have done it. Have you ever? Uh, what? What? Have you ever done like a wedding or a birthday party I or did bachelor a bachelor party? Did I, did, you do, I did all those. Have you? You did and a the, bachelor party? Not a bachelor party. Ew. I did a men's club once here in Beverly Hills. There's a men's club uh, in Beverly Hills? Worst. I'll bet you. It felt like the purge. It felt like at any time they were just going to like murder me and they would all laugh about it. Like it had that, just a bunch of dudes sitting around smoking cigars and entertain us, monkey. Oh was, no, it was it Joe was Pesci the there? Oh, the fucking, maybe that's why I'm mad at Pesci. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, I don't think. Did he, he have well, bruises from the bat? <laughs> that wasn't real, Paula. That was a motion oh, picture. Are you sure? I, I'm not. No, I'm not. He is yeah. a method actor, so maybe they really did beat him up. Yeah, I got to get it. That's my Pesci. All right, we got to go. That was good. That was Paula, really good. We have to go. 
Oh, man. I've had so much fun. You're welcome back anytime. Well, now you say that, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, no. it took 13 you, years to get you here. You guys are going to be taping the, uh, the Players Club show, and it'll be a tap on the door, and you'll be like, well, okay, oh, look, when we said anytime, <laughs> you we meant today. Yeah, not yeah, today. No, yeah. today you scram. Yeah, yeah. okay. And yeah. then we have you back yeah. A, a, yeah. another time yeah. to welcome you inappropriately. I'm not, you know what? I'm not good with social cues. But I'm telling I mean, you, how many times face. have you had to say, okay, stop talking? And even then, I wasn't able to, as if I could be controlled. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. So this, this come back any time thing, that's when an you expression. Go on the road, I'm asking one more question, and then yeah. we're done. Is yeah. it just, please, it, it, like, they, they're in their seats, 805, please welcome Paula Poundstone. Or do you have somebody open for you on the road? No, I no, I don't have anybody open. Just for you, me. no band, no musical no, act. No, I just go no because I talk so much. You do a long show. I do, I do a, t- a, a, a two-hour show, and, and people are, you know, they start to trickle out at about an hour and a half. Okay. Uh, and uh, Harry Tubman has actually led underground railroads out of my shows before. Uh, there's safe houses all around this area now. I see. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, so the idea that we would prolong it with anything, okay, just doesn't seem right like even if i needed to use a bathroom i would just use like a catheter or something like that. okay yeah just so you know you don't do an intermission it's two hours straight it's two hours it's two hours straight Love it's it. not for the faint of heart <laughs> you gotta really be committed is that on yeah. the poster yeah 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 this is falling out of my ear uh-oh even this wants to stay. <laughs> What what were you listening to? I was listening to Cheech and Chong. Oh, are you? Yeah, they are. They're, they're terrific. They, they, they get they, they get uh, they get high. These two. What? And then they giggle about it. Oh my god. Yeah. You don't like that? Not a fan. Oh, I liked I liked the one with class you when like I was in Sister high school. Sister Mary Elephant is that what that is? Made me laugh when I was in high school. What about Dave? He's never there. That guy. Who's Dave? That's that bit. Dave. Dave's oh. not here. That's no, their big. Rem- I don't remember that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We gotta go. Paula Pounds. Are we gonna go? Yeah, we gotta go. All right. We'll come back anytime. Thank you. I will. <laughs> All right. Uh, nice to see you. Thanks so much, you guys. It was really wonderful. Uh, I'll be happy. The Pop Goldsby's looking over there. There's Karen Cockrell back there uh, behind uh, Mission Control. That's Captain Clunk, Elliot Hoper, and the Dashboard. That's the Hound, Matt Bell, Leopard. Our friend Paul Pounds. Don't have to be part of it. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AK 47, gone, not forgotten. If you enjoy Never Not Funny, why not sign up for the Players Club? You get full video of every episode and an extra show every week when you become a member. Sign up now at podcast.com.